0: Danny Stewart, the editor in chief for ComicallyInclined.com, and your host for this
1: podcast. And I'm Blake Hickman, the social media manager. I'm Jared.
2: What's my title again? Content manager. Yeah, content, manager. content manager. You just gave it to me. Can, like you, two write days that, ago. can you write
1: that? Can you write
0: that on your hand? A tattoo of it on my Ooh. hand. Yeah, get it tattooed right there. I'm so, I still <laughs>
2: think I'm the assistant fact checker. That's all.
0: Well, you can be the assistant to the fact checker. No, as well. You only get one job. So, um, also, we should have our human resources specialist, uh, Ben, in the comments. Uh, he is. He's in there? Cool. Yep. He's in there. Ben, say hi to the people. Um, tonight, we will be discussing uh, Titans Episode 11. Uh, we've got some new Eternals trailer footage. Um there's a bit more like Marvel leaks that we're going to be discussing. Right. Blake was talking about that earlier. Um, we also have a Hard Lover here for Musically Inclined. Um, we've got a brand new Make Mine Marvel. Um, a new Are You Done featuring Nova versus Green Lantern. Nova, Green Lantern. Um, and then we will also be featuring our top five... Uh, Female superheroes. Uh, Blake said that his is definitely going to have Brie Larson on the list. So I'm excited to see that as his number one. Um, (laughs) Can you just put Brie Larson uh, as a superhero? uh, You get mixed up
1: with last week when overrated superheroes. Oh, when she was your most overrated superhero. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So, Blake, you were talking about these
1: uh, MCU leaks. Do you uh, want to? Let's let's talk about the first big one. Will Poulter announces Adam Warlock. I mean, that's not even a leak, that's confirmed by James Gunn. So James Gunn's confirmation of that was basically saying that he loves to
0: squash fake rumors, right. and there was all these rumors that other people would be playing Adam Warlock, so he just
1: announced who it was going to be. Right. Hmm. Yeah, uh, and be honest with yeah, you, I mean, he's going to be probably the best actor in the MCU with the best eyebrows. <laughs> Those oh, wow. are some was, wicked eyebrows. Yeah, that,
2: that was a lot right there. I thought you said best actor, like, period. And I was like, no, you know, there's a lot of
1: no, other. No, no. Yeah, they've got, got the stuff. You, had, you had to let me finish.
0: Sure, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going
1: to say... Uh, I wonder if they're going to tone them eyebrows down a little bit, because, I mean,
0: no, I bet they jack them up, man. Yeah, I bet yeah. they <laughs> throw a little makeup on there and make them stick out. They're probably going to be blonde. They're probably going to go Thor 1 eyebrows, yeah. the bleached <laughs> it's, ones. It's really yeah.
2: disturbing. So in the uh, leak, or I guess the announcement, did they say uh, a timetable or what he was going to be coming
1: into first? Guardians, Guardians 3. Is yeah. that what they said? Yeah, he okay. will be in Guardians 3, which James Gunn's now working on. So, yeah. <laughs> Back on top. Yep. Yeah, wow. he's back. Hard to rehired? That didn't last for very long, no. did it? Well, no, gonna, just long enough
0: for people to forget.
1: Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Well, I'm no. considering the past of the past two guardians. Would I mean, wouldn't you rehire him?
2: I'm not gonna get in that one, man. That's right.
0: I I think that James Gunn that is boy. probably one of the worst examples of somebody getting caught up in the Me Too movement. That was maybe just a bit too much. Um, sure. He was. Being attacked for ten-year-old tweets that were intentionally terrible, yeah. like he was doing shit that he thought was funny. Um, so, that's that's probably one of those that it was. You know, there were some people in that movement that really needed to be uh, brought down a peg, but I don't think James Gunn was one of them.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah. Yep. And then uh, there's also the most recent leak where Marvel's somebody inside Marvel Studios. Is wanting a cameo of Chris Evans Captain America to be in the Fantastic Four movie.
0: Yeah, I saw something about that. Is there any more news than that that they just want the cameo?
1: Nope. Uh just pretty much they're they're it's in development of they definitely want him to do a just a small cameo, not have a large part or anything. Uh but to do a, a small cameo of Chris Evans Captain America and the Fantastic Four. That's
2: really interesting. Like what do you think it will be like prime timeline old cap, or maybe different timeline?
1: It's, there's no telling.
0: I, I almost wonder if it. they're going to do something where the Fantastic Four existed in the MCU prior to Endgame, and uh, maybe Cap will have met them and then they went on some adventure. Sure. You I mean, know, something it, that. Like a a prequel, like they did with Captain Marvel, yeah. where she's been around since the '90s, even though nobody knew about her.
2: Yeah, and it, and it fits their mo because the Fast Fantastic Four were out exploring the galaxy. You know, they were gone for long periods of time. So
0: yeah, that actually matches up with the the Jonathan Hickman run yeah. on the Fantastic Four, where they spent many years raising their kids in space, and they weren't in the main MCU for a while. That's my cousin, by the way. Go, Jonathan. Jonathan, yeah. yeah. Well, that's a talented cousin you got there, brother. <laughs> yeah, Get him um, on, man. Get him another, on. Another leak I saw the other day uh, is that with the Eternals, they're possibly going to introduce the final or the the main uh, Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. Ooh. Yeah. And from what I understand, the last couple seconds of the trailer are supposed to have Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield in them. That would be
2: nice. So. So the Eternals just broke records for most pre-sales this year, yeah. uh, correct? Is that of all movies or just yeah. for? Well, uh, uh, no,
1: over Shang-Chi. And oh, okay, for Marvel. Yep. Okay, and Black Widow. The MCU's so biggest Probably pre-sale. means that
2: it, w- it is for the entirety of the year as well. But right. do you think that a lot of those people are buying tickets to see the Eternals, but they really just want to see the uh, end uh, trailer for whatever's going to happen for No Way Home? You know, there's a good chance it's just
0: yeah. to see the No Way
1: Home trailer. Uh, I the most, I, I, no, I, I can't really say that. because It's the most hyped trailer it, it probably is, ever. It is, but Eternals is matching, what, right below Endgame or right with Endgame on the longevity of the movie. I mean, it's it's sure. like number two in the Marvel longevities. I mean, the endurance of the movie time. So, uh, I don't know. And I really feel like Eternals is going to be one of the most cinematic views of the MCU that they've put out yet. The, oh. I mean, they're saying it's going to
0: change the the MCU and and cinema in general, which is kind of a bold statement. But yeah. when it's coming from somebody with the the success rate that the MCU has, right? I kind of got to believe them.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, Foggy's Papa Foggies, not going to something <laughs> out there that's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a man behind his word. So
2: Here, here's the real question: How many people right now, if they said you pay your movie ticket price? But you, all you see is the the trailer. How many people would pay that right now? Uh, yeah, like, I mean, wouldn't that be Venom, nuts? But in like, general, I just think Just for you're the right. trailer, <laughs> yeah. people would pay money to see and twelve dollars pay, a person to see it. Yeah, yeah, to see the movie. Like that's what's nuts about it. Yeah. and that that's not unrealistic right now. Like people well, would
0: do it. It's a lot like the post credit scene selling Venom 2. Yeah. Like true. once people heard that I it mean, was a post-credit scene you had to see, they bought tickets to that's see what the, made movie. the
1: movie. I mean, in my opinion.
0: I didn't hate the movie. We I, talked I, about I did that not last say week, hate but the movie. I'm just saying that made the movie. <laughs> it's not my favorite Sony Spider-Verse movie, that that's uh Into the Spider-Verse obviously. Um, but also we're 3 days away from the DC fandom. You guys familiar with DC fandom? Tell us what it DC. is, Danny. DC so.
2: So instead of... It's a dome that has a lot of fans in it. Instead
0: of doing like a big con event, instead of doing a big con event um, where they go to like New York Comic Con with their trailers like they used to, or to go to SDCC, uh, DC hosts a virtual con where they just introduce all of their upcoming movies, upcoming properties, and new trailers. So they're dropping a new trailer for... The Batman, the Robert Pattinson movie. Oh, wow. Um, that it will be hitting in like three days. Which is and Twilight I, 5. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I think it's going to be good. I'd watch it. <laughs> I think it's going to be good. I think it's probably going to be the first example of a good DC superhero movie to yeah. have come out in a while. It's
2: what
1: they said every DC well, movie came out. I think... Well,
2: I think I said this a few weeks ago, and I still stand by this, Robert Pattinson will be the best Batman, and that movie's going to be the best of the Batman movies that have come out to date.
0: He's big enough. Oh, he's yeah. 6'3". Yeah. So I know he was having problems putting muscle on Sure. to be Batman. Now, you think about that, but also Michael Keaton was not a big man, and he's, he's no. George Clooney. <laughs> right. I well, mean, George Christian Clooney Bale is no least. one's favorite Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's.
2: And Christian Bale's, like, what, like 6'1", maybe? Uh, Christian
0: Anybody? Bale's and if, no one from Hard Lover eat, likes the George Clooney Batman either. Yeah. So I think That's that, a
1: Batman that had nipples on his outfit. Listen, listen yeah. I a, mean, nobody likes that. Listen,
2: if a man's trying to s- strike fear to the heart of Gotham and he's got his nips on his freaking body armor, <laughs> that man is someone you should fear because that man has no fear and he will so,
0: destroy you. Like, so I don't want to get into the fucking <laughs> rabbit hole that is Batman and Robin, which is one of the worst movies, not just Batman movies, but one of the worst movies ever made. But I was watching that in the theater as a kid, and I believe my mom took me to see it. And there's a scene in there where they lift Batman and Robin by their feet, and their capes fall down, and they just do boom, close up on their asses in the rubber suits. <laughs> it's like who was this movie made for? Sure. <laughs> like
1: Alicia we're making Silver- this movie for kids. Alicia Six- Silverstone. <laughs> so here's some bat nipples yeah, they, and some bat ass. Over-
2: I remember as a child thinking this is awkward watching them like zoom in on the what was her what was her name again? Alicia uh, Silver- Silverstone. Alicia Silverstone. Yeah. This is like body armor and stuff. This is like. Eh. Maybe not. Yeah. Uh, Well,
0: that and, like, I guess she decided to have Botox, like, two minutes before every scene in the movie. Because her upper
1: lip is, like, out here like this the whole movie. The only ass it's okay to zoom in on on any movie is America's ass. Yeah. Just saying. Oh, Blake. (laughs) You
0: had your 15 minutes of fame. (laughs) At, At Cape Con, he was in the Winter Soldier costume. And people were taking pictures of his ass
1: just to get pictures of America's ass. Blake, anything else on your list there? I- yeah, one more before we go into musically inclined. I really like to talk about is where Russia fucked up, and uh, their Skittles promo with Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man was put up.
0: Yeah. I missed this entirely. No, it was
1: straight put up, oh. and it was up for, I think, 32 hours, and as of today, they're like, oh, crap, we put up the wrong promo. They took it down today. Does anyone have footage of this? Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen the actual footage of it. And he's like dressed as Spider-Man the whole nine? It was a Skittles billboard. It was Andrew Garfield's. And it says something about No Way Home, Skittles. And then within 32 hours, it was deleted.
2: Now, you don't think that they may still have advertisements up from Andrew Garfield from (laughs) the previous ones?
1: Because Russia's a little behind in certain times. So that could be uh, it. No, it's current on... uh, Seriously wow. all all the socials and youtube right There's now. There's
0: definitely yeah. no way he's in that movie.
1: Yeah, y- no. Well, you know, well, I heard Tom Holland, you know, he just denied that he's <laughs> in it. It's all photoshopped. <laughs> yeah, 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 it, it is
2: confirmed <laughs> Tom Holland will not be in No Way Home. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, that's funny. Well, one more thing too, uh I know neither of you have seen this, but House of the Dragon, the new uh, Game of Thrones prequel, uh just dropped a teaser. So, uh, that that's out kind of about uh, the Targaryen Civil War before they come to Westeros. So, if you guys are fans of that, something interesting to, to try.
0: Well, the the cool thing about that is that there's no books already that cover that. Yeah. Uh, George R.R. R. Martin is having trouble finishing the series that's already aired. You know, <laughs> he hasn't even put the last book out in that, but he oh, hasn't— yeah written anything about the Targaryens and their sure. bloodline and everything. One thing that's really cool is that the 11th Doctor from Doctor Who, Matt Smith, yep. is playing Aegon Targaryen. Yeah. So, he's great. He's yeah. a great actor. He 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 steals scenes left and right anything he's in, so I'm excited for that. Anything yeah. with Matt Smith in it. Yeah. But do you want to <laughs> talk a little bit about like what was in the trailer or So,
2: I mean, since it's in a different uh kind of set up than what a lot of like Westeros architecture and thing is I don't know too much about what's really going on because since it was a teaser they showed dragons they showed characters speaking they showed stuff but it's kind of hard to be able to tell like who's who and what's going on but I'm sure once they drop the real trailer you know things start uh, kind of developing what are you doing one of the things I
0: always find the most interesting about Game of Thrones is that the story doesn't take place on Earth yeah Game of Thrones is on an entirely different planet Completely, from ours. Yeah. So you watch it and you think it's like medieval, like it takes place in the past, but there's no reason why it couldn't be happening right now, or in the future.
2: That yeah, that's some of my favorite fiction, like fantasy fiction writing, is when they talk about how there was like a nuclear blast, something happened, and then the world. From- turns from you know this technology-driven place to going back to the uh, Stone Age, which is really Like
0: cool. Planet of the Apes?
2: Yeah, Planet of the Apes. There's a few that I've seen. Uh, Planet of the Apes is a great example. Yeah. Have
0: you figured out how they got the monkeys to ride the horses yet?
2: No, I'm still wondering that. I yeah, mean, it's it, just somebody was <laughs> great in casting. They, they cast the right uh, animals, and they did a really good job. So Both the yeah. horses and the, and the monkeys. Well, so, the best thing
1: about those monkeys is they were acting like they were riding the horses. <laughs>
0: So the um, the thing I love about the books for uh, Game of Thrones is that there's a constant theme in the background of the books that there's this comet that is coming towards uh, the planet. And it's talked about in every single book. And near the end of the series for HBO, they just forgot about it. They didn't even talk about the comet. Yeah. But it's always been my theory that that comet is actually a spaceship and that it's Someone from another planet coming to their planet, and it's going to be, like, modern science meets sci-fi shit. Huh. But we'll see when, you know, the book's finally finished, (laughs) eventually.
2: In 2050, maybe. You know,
0: George R.R. Martin told everyone how the book book ends so that if he dies, someone else can finish it, and that was the ending for the TV series... So I guess that's not changing, which was the worst part out of the whole series. So
2: he's at fault for that.
0: Yeah, that's actually his ending. He got really up in arms about how upset everyone was about it.
2: Listen, I don't take this stance very often, and I par part my language, but f you, George R. R. Martin, f you. <laughs> easy killer. Easy. I mean, listen, this man had the one of the greatest stories you know ever put into into books. Maybe not one of the greatest. It was pretty good. But, you know, this great storyline, he could have finished strong, but he just chose to do, like, the exact opposite, you know. And well, he's
0: had time to rewrite the ending, so maybe it'll be different now.
2: Maybe he can go, like, J.K. Rowling and start being like, no, actually, this happened, you know.
0: <laughs> oh, like, the book's been out for ten years, yeah. and uh turns out Dumbledore's gay. What?
1: Cool. You know? Yeah. Well, we all know him. Harry Potter's one of the most overrated heroes, so. What? Yeah, he was your number one. Oh, was he? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, guys, I, I was how are you I, offended? I, listen,
2: listen. I I can put stuff on the list. I would say that Green Lantern's pretty overrated, but I have to defend him against you tonight. So <laughs> uh, yeah, well, he was just overrated because Hermione was so great. You know, that's oh. all it is.
0: Yeah. So well, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good for you.
2: Yeah. yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. I forgot what we were talking about already. I don't
0: know either, but But, you know what we should talk about? Absolutely. How great our live music act is tonight. Let's do it. You guys ready to hear some live music? Yes, please. I'm ready. For real.
4: to another number, Patsy Cline.
5: Oh, Patsy Klein I go out walking after midnight out in the moonlight just like we used to do. I'm always walking after midnight searching for you. I walk for miles along the highway, but that's just my way of saying I love you. I'm always walking after midnight searching for you, I stop to see. Maybe out somewhere walking after midnight, searching for me. We have a Facebook page under just Hard Lover. So, um, Facebook.com
4: slash Hard Lover. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah. So we have two other band members. We have Jason Richardson and Hank Tabor.
4: Wow. Appreciate you guys having us, man. Yeah, thanks for coming out.
0: Yeah, thank you. All right, Hard Lover. We're going to be right back with our top five. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm back.
2: Yeah. Am I right? I mean... In the grand scheme of things, that's England, and then that's Armenia, so yeah.
1: Yeah, I was right. I've been to both so, countries. I know what I'm talking about.
0: So that was a brand new mic cable. I just undid it and used it for you, and then when we switched back, it just stopped working.
1: Hey, Danny. Welcome back to the show. Why why do, do, guys, uh, why hi,
0: guys. Why do I always get the Glad faulty equipment? Yeah, That's, that's all hey, I want to know. Maybe you're like Superman. Superman can't touch electrical things, or they short out that's because true. he's energy-based. That's why he uses a typewriter instead of a computer. So what do you think about Hard Lover? <laughs> Holy shit, Hard Lover is good.
1: Yeah. That voice on both of them. Yes. Wow. And they're very versatile. Like There's not anything I'm talking about to rock, to blues, to country. Like There's nothing I've not heard them sing that they don't dominate.
0: And they were saying that first one, it was original,
1: yes. obviously, but they'd written that a few years back. Yeah, about five years ago. Yeah, yeah. and that's... Wow, yeah. that's good. They're great. <laughs> uh, before we get to our top five, though, I like to mention a couple other leaks and rumors we got going. on. Oh, please on. do. Okay. Second please round do. of leaks. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, hey, Blake did uh, his it's homework. Been a, it's been a week full of fun uh, for Marvel. So, uh, which we all ca- this is one that we've all kind of—we could probably all kind of guess, but it is uh, in the works for the Shang Chi spin-off Disney Plus series Ooh. of the Ten Rings. I mean, when when we said that you know the ten rings were going to return, we kind of obviously knew that it probably wouldn't be a movie. It was probably going to be a Disney Plus movie, or at least I really felt that way about it. Sure, but the question is, will Shang Chi's sister use the ten rings for good now, or probably will she not. continue to go down her own personal, selfish, evil path?
0: Her first attempt at any sort of authority was an underground fighting ring, uh, so she was definitely in crime. Right? Do you
2: think they paid taxes on that?
0: Probably not yeah no, no, no just, just, she I'm just saying if she taxes. paid her
2: taxes then it's on the up and up the country's you know okay with it then she's not that evil you know she
0: maybe greased the right palms that might have been the tax she paid
2: I, I, I feel like it should
1: easily go either way yeah I really do
2: we'll see but you know the ten rings has traditionally been an evil organization so I'd assume they'd keep it in some manner in speaking I'm like about
0: I'm keep tr- I'm trying to center myself on the camera and I oh, it seems like I'm I thought I went the right way. but Danny, you all whack. Oh, there
2: it is. <laughs> wow. That helped. I that helped. am yeah. all whack. That's what the kids so, are saying nowadays. Uh,
1: yeah, we had that leak. And then uh, this ain't really a leak. Uh, this is just an MCU actress making a very bold statement. Oh, boy. But, uh, Uh-oh. Evangeline Lilly, uh, she's uh, pretty much quoted her reading the uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania script. And she boldly says that she feels like this is going to be the best MCU movie ever made. And she is just thinks it's fantastic. Wow. That was her exact words, fantastic. Well, as
0: someone who has Did she say fantastic? Fantastic. She, she said words? fantastic, Danny. As someone who has absolutely no creative control, directorial power, production power in the movie, she's definitely the appropriate person to make that. Right. Assumption this early on in the movie being made. I, because,
1: I, I really wonder if she used the word fantastic for a reason, though. Oh. Because we all know about the rumors. I completely missed that. We all know that the rumors are fantastic for. No, no, doesn't solid. is supposed to debut in Quantumania.
0: Well, if they're in the Microverse, that makes sense. Right. Yeah. And that might explain the Captain America uh, cameo they're working for because maybe they right. went there prior to the Endgame. events of Endgame and right. no probably. Wow.
1: Everything after Captain America, uh, First Avenger. Or? Yeah, I mean, what what if the Captain America and the Fantastic Four is a, a flashback of them seeing Janet Van Dyne in the the Quantum Realm? You know, it could be something s- uh, similar. I mean, as easy as it that. could also
0: <laughs> see zombies Janet Van Dyne. It could also be, and I just thought of this. It could also be Cap when he went to take the Infinity Stones back,
1: oh, went right through oh. the microverse, put stones back in place, which should. Or yeah. the
0: quantum realm. Yeah. Because that was... Yeah, there you go.
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: hot take right here. You heard it first on Comic Maybe Sue Storm caught
1: Cap's eye. He's like, yeah. I got to take a detour over here. Yeah. May- maybe in this... What is he playing, Namor? The,
2: uh, multiverse is being opened up as well, even in the quantum uh, realm, they are still having multiversal things happen. So, maybe that's how that happens, too. <laughs> what the hell? What? <laughs> Georgia, it's in the U.S. Oh, uh, Georgia,
0: it's in the
1: U.S. Then we've already, we
2: totally moved on past that. What's Georgia, oh Turkey, Turkey Jesse.
1: Georgia. <laughs> I think you're talking about a different Turkey, weren't you? No, wait, no. Ter- well, yeah, Turkey the country. Wait, yeah, there's a Turkey Georgia though. <laughs> oh, shut some up, funny shit. <laughs> shut up,
0: Ben. You guys stay in the college. Ben, that we're, tr- tr- we're so trying funny. to make
2: everybody a little smarter by knowing where Armenia is. <laughs> yeah, okay? you know, I
0: Jeez. I'm terrible at just U.S. geography. I don't even know the rest of the
1: world. Uh, another thing that's out there is uh, the writers of What If. Uh, can't think of their names, male and female. But they were asked about... Ah, Adam and Eve, I believe, were their names. Get out of here. I was going to say Bob and Sue. Uh, get out of here. No, uh, they were asked about season two uh, earlier in the What If premiere. And they were like, yeah, Captain Carter's going to come back. Okay, they were just recently asked, are we going to see more Spider-Man and what if season two. And immediately instead of like, yeah, we'll see Captain Carter. We'll see this. They're like, we can't really talk about that. Ooh. So by them not obviously being able to talk about Spider-Man, but they can admit that Captain Carter is going to be in season two. Will something happen in No Way Home that will, I mean, it's all MCU tied in. Will something happen in No Way Home that ties into what if season two is why they can't discuss if Spider-Man will be. Will be in season two, but they can speak of other, you know, characters.
2: You're going down the rabbit hole, man. <laughs> yeah,
1: maybe the Spider-Man no, I'm being serious though. why would they? Okay,
0: I mean... let's rampant fanboy theory. Maybe the Spider-Man that's going to be in season two is going to be Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield. Seriously, yeah. and that's why they yeah. can't comment on it. I, I mean, I don't think Spider-Man's going to die. I think we're definitely going to get more Spider-Man yeah, exactly. in the
1: MCU. Sure, yeah. That's, that's kind of what I was leaning towards.
2: Well, they also confirmed that uh, the Eternals are going to be a part of season two. What if? Uh, Oh really? So they're they're really trying to lean hard into Phase Four characters, uh, for new what if stuff. So uh, Um, I'm assuming they have a good meld of Phase, you know, the other phases with Phase Four. But
0: uh, I I do want to knock out um, Titans, the newest episode, while we're on all of this. So big things in Titans. Raven is back in Gotham. Donna Troy is back in Gotham. The Titans are coming back together. They're finally able to put the team together to fight Scarecrow and him poisoning the water in Gotham and everybody not being scared. It's the weirdest fucking Scarecrow story I've ever seen in my life. Um, but uh, also, Tim Drake is... is I think they're definitely gearing up to make him the new Robin. Um, I don't know if we're going to get... Uh, Bruce Wayne back. It, he's in the, su- the series. He's sure. in this show this season. Uh, so it'd be cool if we get him back in Gotham at the end of the season and teaching Tim because originally Tim joined Batman because after Jason died, He said that Batman always needs a Robin to keep him balanced and to keep him from going too far, and that's why he volunteered to become Batman's Robin after Jason died and he was kind of flying off the handle. So I think that's the angle they're going for with Titans Season 3 as well. I'm kind of looking forward to it. I'd like to see a new Robin costume. They used the same one for Dick that they used for Jason, so maybe they'll have a different one for Tim. Um, And then, you know, Titans goes enough seasons, maybe we'll see Damian Wayne in it too, and it would be the best... Uh, show to have featured the Bat family to have been released this, this live action to be sure. released to date. Um, but so uh, I know there's still, they're just a little over halfway through this season. So there's still a lot to come. Um, but I think I said this a couple episodes ago, but I think they're finally wrapping the scarecrow story up sure. and we're going to get our new villain. What, um,
2: what an interesting kind of storyline with Robin balancing out Batman. Cause in the comics, hasn't Batman always kind of been the guy that's like, Hey, Robin's, you know, control your emotions, learn to do this stuff. And he was more of the calming, you know. Yes. When Ben's he has a Robin. Yeah.
0: So the, the original, so Tim in the comics and also in Titans, he on his own used his own detective skills to figure out who Batman is. Sure. And then broke into the Batcave to present his evidence to Batman firsthand. <laughs> and then also that he knew that the reason Batman was getting progressively more violent, is because he didn't have a robin in his life to kind of balance out all the anger and darkness in his sure. life. He didn't have the bright, colorful character that's just there to kinda of keep his adventures fun and punchy instead of just brooding and beating murdery. the shit out of yeah, murdery. <laughs> um you know. Sure. College but- humor did a good um no, no, it wasn't college humor. Anyway, they did a good one with the the Batman or the Badman? Do you remember those? Badman, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Badman, where he's like he won't kill the penguin, but he literally throws a battering through the chest of a penguin. He puts him to sleep. Yeah. He's yeah. like, "Yeah, he's sleeping. They're not dead,
2: they're <laughs> sleeping." <Yeah. sighs> and it's like Alfred says they're
0: sleeping. And <laughs> it's like he's so <laughs> to mentally get tuckered scarred. out from yeah. fighting
2: all day.
1: <laughs> That's really funny. Do you have any more uh hot takes or uh yeah, and maybe this is Going down the rabbit hole too much. No, but, no, no, uh, no, never. The latest Eternals footage, where it's like one of the featurettes that Kevin yeah. Feige uh, also released some stuff he said on. Uh, I don't know if y'all noticed, but on the uh, the Eternal footage are real that they just recently released. It shows you know Thanos uh some in game footage. Shows Thanos armor, you know, in the field. Shows Tony doing the snap. Uh, shows a couple other in game footage, but. Something they added on that was not in the in game footage is a black mystical smoke coming from his armor from Tony, uh from a couple other figures. And it's something I mean, we've never seen that in the in game footage. So why in the Eternals footage, when they go back and do these little flashbacks of the uh in game footage, why is this mystical black smoke coming off Tony? Why is it coming off Thanos' armor in the field up on the stand? Like what what does that have to do with something?
0: I know that the main problem that they're going to be facing in Eternals is that a celestial is trying to hatch out of planet Earth. And that. You'll have that. Yeah. So the (laughs) celestials use planets to birth other celestials. It's why Ego did what he did. And the energy from the Infinity Stones, the cosmic energy from the Infinity Stones being released multiple times on Earth. Right. is what caused the celestial to come awake and to be born out of the earth and that's what they're fighting they're trying to keep this from happening they're right. trying to keep the earth from being destroyed they're trying to save their one purpose in the universe which is to protect earth um and and they go against the will of the celestials basically um, but what I would guess is because those are all things that the cosmic energy should be on or experienced at firsthand that maybe that black smoke you're seeing is a, an energy trail right like the cosmic energy like the the residue that's left over
1: I, sure. yeah I get that it may, maybe you're right I just thought you know when they talked about the the last time that you know one of them snapped half the population back to existence. You know, it it took a stance back on the footage and showed the earth with all the white glow. But then this is a black mystical smoke. And it, it maybe it is the same thing. But, you know, uh from the rear back footage uh showing the white mystical glow, the black smoky mystical I don't know. They kinda you know, they're hmm. opposite of each other. So it makes you really wonder, you know, what where are they going at? Or or is it just them not really paying attention and yeah, they're the same thing. What I
0: doubt it. Marvel doesn't do anything I, I, that isn't intentional.
2: Blake, let me let me uh, bring this one up to you. What if the Eternals...
1: What if it's over?
2: I ponder this unto thee, Blake. I'm just going to that. Jeez. What if the Eternals' Earth is not prime timeline Earth, so there's slight variances like that, and then at the end of theirs, they were also introduced into prime Earth because their Earth gets destroyed. I don't think so. <gasps> I'm going down the yeah. rabbit hole, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't care.
0: We can just get hey, deeper.
2: I'm calling it. I'm calling you it. I'm putting it. I'm putting it on the you board. This is the, the Eternals is not uh, From this universe? It's not not in our it's not our multiversal prime timeline. Mm-hmm. So they're from a
0: separate timeline. So they're
1: from a separate That's why in the previews they're like, Hey, now that Captain Rogers is gone.
0: Also, yeah, they in the newest footage they actually asked them like where were you when all this was going on and they were sure. like we were told to do nothing
1: yeah, yeah. i'm sorry
0: my story
2: can you may
1: still be right up. though i mean you know yeah who knows you who never knows know we're out going to go you know you know Vikey keeps a freaking blindfold on everybody out there.
2: i i have about the same chance of being right as an average man has of beating mike tyson in a fight that's oh, all we're doing. Say. This are we bringing yeah. this up? I,
1: I can beat Mike Tyson. Would you fight say easy. that that's
2: about the same amount of odds? Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think it's very. It's meso- pretty much zero. Yeah. But yeah, you're. I'm not, I really to... could beat
1: Mike Tyson. No, no, I, no, no. Who no. in the world would say they could beat Mike Tyson in I... a fight? <laughs> no Don't one. I know. Look to no your one right. I know. What? <laughs> You are you serious? Yeah. Hot I'd take. Fight Mike
2: Danny, Tyson. Danny Stewart told me today that he felt fully confident that he thinks he could beat Prime Mike Tyson in a fight. Prime. I think
1: not even now. Prime. I don't. Gold even medalist. Think. Eighteen Look, year old Mike Roy Tyson. Roy over here. Look, yeah
0: I know that I can win any fight I go into. I don't think,
1: hmm. and
0: that's true for every single human being on the planet. I have just as much chance of winning that fight. So would you bite two do? ears? So
1: zero, right? What? Would you bite two ears?
0: Gonna, he can have my ears. I don't need those he's fuckers. He's going to have
2: to bash his head with a baseball bat or something. If he's something, biting he's like...
0: my ear, he's real close to me. <laughs> and his jaw's exposed. <sighs> wow. Come I'm surprised
2: <laughs> Danny's favorite superhero isn't himself. That's all. Because <laughs> well, if, if he can beat Mike Tyson in a fight, he's a superhero. We know why now
1: Danny wasn't on his most overrated list. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel Mike like I could Tyson, be on your guys' overrated list. Mike Tyson, sure. Muhammad Ali, Danny's beat them all. He can, he...
0: So Ben's asking who told the Eternals to do nothing, and the answer is the Celestials. Yeah, the Celestials. Yes. Yes. Um, yep. Selma Hayek's character, uh, Ajax, can commune with the Celestials right. She's directly. The only one,
1: right? huh? She's the only one, She's the only one. Yes, she's
0: yep. she's the only one that can talk directly to the celestials. So, yeah.
2: it, you know what I liked the most about that trailer was when they showed the celestial right after the the comment like who told, you know, who t- made you guys not be able to do anything and then they showed the celestial. Like how amazing was that? Just the scope and scale of the fact that this is like a larger than, you know, like this is like yeah. a
1: planetary type. Well, also entity. that's one of the questions that so many people had. That, did we really expect to get in a trailer? The answer to that, no, no. We expected not to find out until we watched the movie. And I mean, for them to release that kind of information on trailer really tells me that they have a much larger story that we don't even know about. Oh yeah, uh, in the movie for them just to release release that kind of wanted information on trailer.
2: Well, you know, it's interesting too because a lot of Marvel characters have had some sort of interaction either between you know celestials or you know the plans of celestials to affect the universe so i think you have your your guardians of the galaxy obviously your eternals the inhumans have messed around with celestials so i mean like you can introduce a bunch of these and i mean even uh galactics was a galactus what did i say galactics galactic Ooh, Galaxy hey, Quest is a good guys, movie. Great so movie. You guys, great so movie. I love Galaxy Zoloft Quest over here. So. Huh? <laughs> Zoloft over here. <laughs> yeah, Galactic Quest. <laughs> um, uh, Galactus was... Uh, what is he to the Celestials? He's like just like a lower being from the Celestials, correct? No.
0: So Galactus is a being that predates the MCU universe. He's actually from an older universe that ended, and he survived it and moved into the new universe. <laughs> so Galactus survived the heat death of his universe and lived through the Big Bang of the 616 universe into current time. Hmm. So he's not attached to any of that. He's not celestial. He's not part of that. I don't know why I thought he was part of... He's the oldest being in existence in this universe.
1: Wow. We need to get Galactus, though, in the MCU. Well, I mean, we did get the nod, you know, with the...
0: That's the big fan theory is that Galactus is going to be in the the teaser trailer at the end of, or not oh. teaser trailer, the post-credit scene of Eternals? Eternals. Really? Yeah, that all of this celestial cosmic shit mm. is going to draw his attention, and then he's going to come to
1: Earth. And we did get the Ultron nod of last season of What If, where he bit into the universe, yeah. which we cannot deny was a very That nod. was crazy, I mean, that yeah. was a big nod to Galactus. He even had the shape, everything. You know, I well, mean, it looked like straight Galactus. Well,
2: Would it be really cool to have Galactus in a movie that does not necessarily have the Fantastic Four as the main characters and you have all of the Earth's heroes trying to figure out how they're going to fight him. You have no idea it's going to happen. And then all of a sudden the Fantastic Four come in and they're like, hey, we got this. And then that's how you introduce the Fantastic Four. Yeah. That would be really cool. It
0: reminds me a lot of how uh, Guardian knocked Galactus out one time. But uh, that's neither here nor there. We, you, you know, who never knocked out somebody? Danny never knocked out
2: Mike Tyson. <laughs> hey, you
1: know what Ben said? He ought to try. Uh... <laughs> he said you ought to try Jake Paul. Jake first. Paul. <laughs> I will. I will uh, fight know, anyone. I'm
2: not going to be so disrespectful to say that I think Jake Paul would win the fight, but I'm going to think it.
0: I can think all you want. I that would guy's, fight. That guy is one of the anyone. top
2: athletes in the in the entire world right now. Bullshit. Pound shit. for pound. Pound for pound. <laughs> Be scared. Put some respect on. He's his not name. even the best athlete in his family. <laughs> Fair enough. He just uh, had a child, so that's scary.
0: There you go. Yeah. Good All luck. All that parental responsibility. It Good makes you stronger. Good luck that child. Ugh.
1: So Jesus. Way so you guys, you guys,
0: you guys want to talk about some uh, favorite female superheroes? Yeah, absolutely. Ooh, our top five. Is, is that what you were thinking? Let's, let's bring yeah. it in. You know, Blake did it last week. You want to do it? do what the, the voice no i don't even know Come what you're on. talking about you can don't do it. fine Let's do it. blake you do it
2: and then i'll remember and then i'll do it next time
0: Top fine oh yeah that's <laughs> the voice five. So, uh, top five this week. We are doing top five favorite female superheroes. Yeah. Um, It is... (laughs)
1: Thank God we don't have a guest on here to take my answers.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I saw that you guys pre-shared your lists, too, just to avoid the The crossover.
2: Yeah. Listen, before we begin, can we all just agree that our mothers... Are one of our favorite <laughs> superheroes, a, uh, and then we can now. avoid Danny trying to put it on his list for cool points.
0: I'm not putting it on my list for starters. I'm just Second, saying. you know, I I said this earlier today. I wouldn't put my mom on my favorite superhero list because she doesn't watch my show.
2: Ooh, yeah, and That's, she won't even she, know you burned
0: her. right Yeah, there. <laughs> she put herself out of the running when she didn't tune in. Wow, she just birthed you. So yeah, she yeah. did push me out, but I was the fourth of eight. I mean, I basically fell out. Oh.
2: <laughs> so, anyway, top five guys. Let's go ahead and get into that. Uh, yeah. Blake, you want to lead us off? Number
1: five, Awara.
2: <laughs> Who is hosting
4: this show? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome uh, to Comically Inclined. Um, yeah, I got
2: you. I'm Danny. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my name's Blake. I'm super cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Special guest, other Danny. I have, I have
0: very little ego, so it's fine. <laughs> go ahead. He's, he's be no, no, <laughs> I, I, I would
1: say uh, Queen Awara from uh, Kenya, Storm. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, mainly because I love the whole weather manipulation thing. Okay. Yeah, I would I mean, love to have would that. Who would not, in our line of work, construction would love to manipulate weather. Yeah, that'd be I fantastic. Mean, it goes hand in hand. You really can't go wrong with it. Oh, uh, yeah i'm gonna be honest with you that's that's my main reason why i like it yeah that's yeah. just that's my why curve, we could never have it. superpowers because
2: yeah. we'd get those powers and then use them just to do better construction <laughs> yeah. stuff so your
1: number five favorite
0: female you looked at her powers and you said this would be super practical yeah okay seriously there's something
1: to be yeah. said for that you know yeah. and then also if there's a day you didn't feel like working you'd be like rain go ahead and make it rain yeah you know
0: Go
2: into a club, it make again. it rain. Yeah, 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 for sure. I would
0: go into insurance. No, I would not go into insurance. Don't do that. I would go into roofing, and yeah, then roofing. I would just hail damage Insurance, you everything. would lose money. You know, yeah. you can
2: actually bet on the weather. No. But <laughs> Yeah.
0: That's
2: a thing. I went down that rabbit hole once. But yeah, you could make <laughs> a lot of money betting on uh, betting on the weather. So, so. wow Danny,
1: apparently you do not party. I just had to say that.
2: Danny doesn't
0: party. Me. I party. My name is Danny. I'm a podcast host, <laughs> and I
1: party. <laughs> uh... And Ben said Jared's mom is his favorite. <laughs> and Ben also said, "Danny, you're not even the best in your family."
2: <laughs> you know, you know. I was really liking Ben up until he starts bringing my mom in. things. Man. Yeah. All right, Ben. I nice see you. I nice see you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So my God, what's your number five? To
2: know is this kind of show anymore, Come on, Jared. You know, right, guys. when you have
0: a when you have a youngest brother, when you have a baby brother, baby um, you'd You've think been? he would just be happy that you didn't smother him with a pillow whenever he was a baby. You know, yeah. But instead, sure. you get this flack in the in the Ben's, comments. Ben's the youngest. Ben's the youngest. Yeah. Huh. No kidding. No shit. I always
1: thought he's Richard the baby. Was.
0: Mm-mm. Huh? No, Rich. It's Richard. It's, so I'm number four, and then it's my little sister Cassie, and then my little brother Jesse. Then my little brother Richard, and then Ben. So if you
2: were going to rank them from top five, how would you do that? Yeah, in top your favorite. Yeah. Top five siblings yeah. out of number seven. One your
1: favorite.
2: Yeah, my number one favorite. Of them. Danny, cut two of them out, and then you have f- top five. Jared, who's your number five favorite <laughs> no, yeah, female superhero? My number five favorite superhero <laughs> is Jessica Jones. Okay. So are you guys familiar with Jessica Jones' kind of backstory? So a little bit darker than normal. I'm familiar um, with the Netflix Jessica Jones. Sure. And I have not watched that, so I'm only familiar with her comics. That's pretty good. But uh, had a little bit of a darker stuff, had a character named Kilgrave turn her into his sex slave, and she came out of that, decided not to be a superhero, started her own detective agency, then came back into the superhero stuff, actually got revenge on Kilgrave. So kind of a cool storyline, very... uh, positive uh, female character outside of her you know angry demeanor most of the time but really like her storyline power set's really cool she's actually a pretty decent powerhouse in the mcu so yeah jessica jones my number two yes nice.
0: yeah so the alien alias detective agency yep. she was she was a flashy 1970s superhero with a costume yep. and everything she can fly and she's indestructible she has super strength and then yeah the killgrave thing happened he just wiped her mind and made her a sex slave for like a decade.
2: Yeah, a long time. Oh,
0: wow. And then when she got free, she decided to become a detective instead of yeah. going back to the life of superheroes. And actually, so they did this gritty reboot of like a lot of the characters from that time period and one of them was Luke Cage. Yep. And in the Alias comic and then in the Luke Cage comic, uh, Jessica Jones was Luke Cage's main bitch. Like they just hooked up in the comics regularly and it was just like, they I were Netflix. They were just like fuck buddies, and then they um, went their separate ways, and then they ended up having a baby together and got married and settled down to a life of domestic bliss. But that's after that gritty um, series was over.
2: Qu- question for you: Now that you just said that, would you think that Dick Grayson is the biggest fuck boy in the the uh, DC universe? In DC,
0: yeah, um, I don't know, like Booster maybe, or eh, but
2: uh, like Dick Grayson got some uh, no, like.
0: Some ladies like Dick Grayson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For they, sure. I like he doesn't like. I don't think he's doing it like he's like how much, how many women can I sleep with in the DC universe? He's just like I'm trying to fight some crime and save the day. And this lady's into me, and I'm single, so
1: yeah. Hmm.
2: <laughs> We've all been there, right? All right, Ben, what's your number five?
1: <laughs> well, his number five is. Uh, well, I'm not gonna try to say that. Usagi. Sailor Moon. Usagi yeah. Tsukino, uh, aka
0: Sailor Moon, yeah. um, mm. the title character of the series. She's the most powerful of the the sailors um, with moon power. <laughs> so uh,
2: they are on a boat. No, nope. And they sail. Mm-mm. If that, if you told me there's a oh, what is this? Is a show? Yeah, it's yeah, a Sailor show Moon's called Sailor show. Moon, mm-hmm. and they're. Sailing on they're the They're not they Pirates. don't know sailing.
0: There's no sailing involved. Do
2: they sail on the moon? Nope. Nope. they don't sail
0: on the they're on Earth. You know, I don't I don't think that show is going to last forever.
2: They're long. on Earth. That's they it. Well, good. it's
0: been around for longer than you've been alive. Is
1: is is a cartoon. No. I know when I was a nah. little kid. Sailor Moon.
0: Yeah, Sailor Moon's been around a long time, but the sailors all have different planets that they're based off of, different colors. (laughs) No, Ben, I don't know what Sailor Moon is, obviously. I honestly, I know of Sailor Moon, but I don't know enough about Sailor Moon to talk about it. So So you don't know they could actually
2: be sailing on the moon. You don't know. I know
0: they don't do that. Okay. Um, So it's 50-50 right now. Yeah. The the main um, early uh antagonist is uh tuxedo mask who actually turns out to be a pirate this other guy that has a crush on sailor moon and they fall in love but weird, tuxedo. <laughs> he's hitting you for that veggie tales connection yeah. um but yeah so sailor <laughs> moon because you know what it was it was
2: vegetables that told tales that's what the show was about Danny. my number
0: five <laughs> that's is what it was about big barda from Eat the DC it, universe um big barda <laughs> is from i don't know Big barda uh, barda either dark big, side's you know big world barda? yeah um, from war world no war world is mongol he's from dark side's world of dark side yeah it's apocalypse apocalypse thank you boom look at me yeah so gold star thank
2: apocalypse. you huh it listen is apocalypse. yeah the planet's called
0: apocalypse Yeah, yeah but she's from apocalypse she was born from this great warrior who Darkseid actually used just to birth warriors, but she fell in love with someone, and she had a baby outside of the breeding program, and she had Big Barda. Big Barda was raised as a warrior, didn't know who her parents were. She was Darkseid's top killer, his strongest warrior in the entire universe, and she worked for him for thousands of years before she finally escaped, came to Earth, met the Justice League... Um, became a superhero in her own right, chose peace and justice and freedom and all of the things that Superman stands for. But the great thing about Big Barda is she is amazing. She's an incredible fighter. Again, yeah. like I said, the best fighter in the universe as far as Darkseid's um, soldiers go.
2: And that's saying something amongst some of his generals and the people that yeah. were Because par- what were they called? The Furies? Were the his, Furies. Uh, like death squad? Yeah. All
0: trained by Granny Goodness, who was Granny the leader Goodness. of his armies. Yeah. Creepy yeah goodness. and uh she's like just think of her as like wonder woman on steroids big barda is a total badass and, like and
2: bigger than normal humans like she was taller she's like seven Superman, foot right? tall yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah.
1: big barda you better be big yeah right <laughs> <It's> not like <laughs> right. Little John. she's
0: immortal she'll she lives forever Gazoon tight. thank you um but yeah, just one of the coolest characters in the DC canon. You sh-
2: if you're interested in DC stuff, you should look up like New God, like the New God storylines and things yeah, like that. Yeah, she comes a, from that. Good entrance into like that type
1: of like so I'm going to be honest stuff. with y'all. Like my list this week, and I mean this in a non offensive way. It's a very Oh, I can't wait to
2: hear this. Oh boy. Censor.
1: It's a very basic bitch list. Beep. <laughs>
2: That's a fine. There I mean,
1: tell- No pumpkin spice evolved. I promise. Hey, but no
0: Ugg boots. Huh? Not an yeah, no good
1: No Han Solo vest. <laughs> but, uh, all right. My number four <laughs> is Scarlet Witch. Who would not want to reshape, have the ability to reshape reality to whatever you want? It's it's I, an and, incredible and the, the power. Chao, the chao, the power of the chaos magic. But the chaos magic's cool, don't get me wrong. But there's to be able to put whatever reality right in front of you that you want, that's, that's powerful. That's intriguing. I mean, what what's there not to like about that?
0: Hmm.
1: Yep. I had no complaints here. Yeah.
2: And yeah. In terms of power set, Scarlet Witch is one of the more like like Omega level characters. Yeah. Nexus. Not, you know, not yes. like nearly as much as like your Frank Richards
1: and things like that. But she like was Franklin certainly Richards. very. Uh, she's yeah, I, up <laughs> there though. She's
0: <laughs> very close in power
1: yeah. level yeah, to yeah, Franklin sure, Richards. Yeah, yeah. And out of all the Olsen sisters, she's my favorite. <laughs> I mean, so. uh. R. I. P. <laughs> Wait, they're not dead. No. Okay.
2: <laughs> I was thinking the show, and then I just said RIP. It was like, uh, I, I couldn't. Re- it was called Full House, right? I was trying to say RIP, Full House, <laughs> and then I just stopped at the word. Jared, worst you're number four. So my number four is Catwoman. Similar to how Scarlet Witch has been a hero, been a villain a little bit. More sure. recently, you know, definitely a hero and stuff. Catwoman is you know uh, more of an anti-hero but i've always enjoyed her storylines when she's teaming up with batman doing stuff and just in a world of gotham where most of the villains and most of the people were men like she was a badass amongst all of them so you know always ready for a fight won a lot of them you know great right. character and you know the leather
0: so Catwoman, mm-hmm. um they historically
2: batman's yeah, and, uh love way. interest would you say that Catwoman is probably, not a sidekick, but probably one of the best duos up with Batman in terms of like like prowess of being able to get I stuff I think done? she
0: complements his abilities and his skill set really well, yeah. especially when they're working together. Sure. Um, the Golden Age Batman, uh, we right. went through the kind of breakdown of the Golden Age um, Superman and the Silver Age Superman last week. Right. But the Golden Age Batman actually settled down with Catwoman, got married, and had a kid, Aww. and that's Huntress. Um, she, who they retcon huntress out during crisis on infinite earths, but then they brought her back as an entirely separate character. And she actually became, this is probably one of the weirdest things that DC did. They made her a romantic figure for Batman when the character's initial origin was that it was Batman's daughter.
2: Oh boy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yikes! But it, she had a she wasn't related to him or anything. It was a whole different person. Listen,
2: not right. all comic book runs are home runs, right? They're right,
0: yeah, but ones.
1: especially DC. As so, far as
0: yeah. as far as reusing a character, uh, introducing Batman's daughter back into the DC canon post Crisis, and then making her someone that he is romantically interested in was probably one of the weirdest things they've ever done.
1: That's weird. So uh, Jesse Do said, anyone remember that time during the 90s when they were trying to force Jubilee to be a thing? Is she still around?
0: Yeah, so Jubilee's still around in the comics. Um, at the end of an event that Blake has recently read about, he'll be talking about it in Make Mine Marvel, um, Jubilee lost her powers, yep. and then she oh, became no. a vampire. And then she was raising a kid. It wasn't her kid, what, I don't what think. What series
1: did she become a vampire in? Uh it's X Men.
0: Okay. It's in the X Men. Uh she, <laughs> she becomes a vampire I I and uh kind of <laughs> X-Men then in this reboot they've just done with um Krakoa and the mutant nation, um, they've she's a mutant again and she's not a vampire and she has her powers back and sure. um which uh, Who cares? Like, yeah. Dazzler wasn't that great. Right. Jubilee was like a kid friendly version of Dazzler. Right. It's. It was, I don't know. Wolverine already had a sidekick. It was Kitty Pride. So I don't know in the 90s why they were like, let's introduce a new sidekick. They could have just introduced Kitty Pride. Sure. would have been fine. So I don't know. Jubilee can kick rocks. I don't care. Aww. The only really great thing about Jubilee that maybe. Was great about the '90s X-Men series was that was at a time whenever it wasn't common to put Asian characters front and center, and Jubilee is half Japanese, so maybe that was kind of cool that Thank they. Thank you, Ben.
1: He's a little more specific than you.
0: Yeah, well, I don't remember the name of every comic and comic you're the series I've read. Encyclopedia of us, but yeah, the like characters, their <laughs> you're lives, you're things brain, that happen man. to them. You
1: uh, are our brain, You are our brain. Yeah. Okay. Well, Blake's that's our, why we have a fact checker. Blake's
2: our heart, and I'm also. I'm the big toe.
1: Cool.
2: Big toe does stuff, right?
0: So Ben's number four. He did not say.
2: Ben, who's your number four?
1: Oh, dropping the ball out there, Walt. Captain Marvel. Yeah. Ben's number four is Captain Marvel. <laughs> good that. job, Ben. That don't surprise me when you get someone like Omega Red on your top five. Ooh. I mean, wow, so. Blake, he, he you just, are fired up about ben just, this Omega ben Red. They just thing. put
2: in the chat that it is Brie Larson's Captain America. Yeah. specifically. Captain Marvel. <laughs> Spider Gwen,
0: nice. Spider Gwen yeah. is a great pull.
2: Kudos to Ben. She was yeah. she was on my almost on my list for sure. So yeah. she's a
0: good. She's a good one. She's
1: uh, on my son's list. He was doing his top five with me when I was doing mine today. Yeah. Yeah. Spider-Gwen cool. was on his. Did you cheat off the, him?
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the... The... Uh, Spider Gwen, great example of them bringing a character back to life that you never expected to see (laughs) in the comics again. They brought it in an alternate reality of Peter's dead girlfriend. Um, She's in her universe, she's the Spider Man as opposed to, or Spider Woman, uh, as opposed to Peter Parker. And Peter Parker was her boyfriend, he was her best friend, and he died in front of her, which is her, like, with great power comes great responsibility moment. Um, Okay. But, yeah, Spider-Gwen is amazing. She, her actual um, comic book name is Ghost Spider.
2: You know, huh. I would almost say that Spider-Gwen would be one of my favorite, you know, unexpected entries into the MCU, since they do have the multiverse, being able to, you know, have a female Spider-Man play off of, like, Tom Holland. And stuff. I would but love I just, to see a Spider-Gwen in the MCU. Sure. I really would. Yeah, I mean, honestly... More than I'll, a Jessica Drew. Yeah, 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 Miles Morales great would be great as well, but, like, just... Being, you know spider gwen just kind of a cool little entry into yeah. it if they were it would it.
0: be really great getting the andrew garfield spider-man back in the mcu and then getting the emma stone emma stone gwen's but from a Spider-Gwen? different
2: multiverse yeah yes. yeah i was thinking of that earlier but i i was like nah probably not but yeah that's really cool that you came to that, that. would be pretty cool yeah
1: it would be i'd ship it she'd be a good so, spider gwen too i feel like she'd be a great spider oh yeah, yeah fantastic yeah yeah, yeah she, she'd
0: play that well sure yeah and she's smallish, and she, you could play her as a younger... Yeah, she
1: pulls blonde hair off. Because cause that's the reason why, like, Peter so, Parker so and Spider-Gwen
0: will never work, is because she's 15 and he's, like, 28, you know? Yeah. So that's why it's she can't be a, a- romantic... It's a real Skywalker situation yeah, going interest yeah. on. interest for... They were only four years apart. What were you about to say? Yeah! Huh? No, 6. They were 6. Right to he say, was 8, and she was uh, 14.
2: What is Danny's uh number 4?
0: Well, my number 4 is probably one of my favorite lady characters, but not my top lady character. Um it's Lady Deadpool. So, Ooh. as fun as Deadpool is because he's one of my favorite characters, sure. he's a lot more fun when he's a hot blonde. <laughs> Are um, we all... Aren't we all? Who's super into – she's super into herself, but not into Deadpool.
1: Blondes have the most fun.
0: And they actually put together a <laughs> multiversal team of Deadpools where it was the 616 Deadpool, Lady Deadpool, a character they called Headpool, which is from the zombie uh, Marvel universe, and it's just Deadpool's he- zombie head sure. with a flying cap. <laughs> it's like one of those propeller caps, that, okay. and he can control it with his like mental powers. There's also Spider Dog and Kid Deadpool, who Kid De- Kid Deadpool has two lightsabers instead of normal swords. Um but Lady Deadpool was probably one of the most fun characters of that. Hold on, that run. lightsabers. What is it? why does he have lightsabers? He got them out of the universe he was in. He was like universe hopping and he well, came across a couple lightsabers.
1: No, not trying to get off on a tangent. Oh yeah, let's do this. But did y'all see like where Ultron was punching the watcher through the universes? Where <gasps> he actually punched yeah. him through the universe. Where I can't think it, was, it starts. It's the, Mustafar. Mustafar. Um, yeah, where uh, Anakin, you know, got burned up. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, Darth it's Darth Vader. Vader's planet. Yeah, they actually Straight had one him uh, in that universe. They actually yeah.
2: had one as well that they were matching up kind of close to a different planet. I think maybe it was like the Ewoks planet. Or yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yep. If it was like, what a cool little nod to seriously. Stuff, well, so.
0: so this is something that I was talking about a few weeks ago. <clears throat> but the great thing about the multiverse and then Marvel and Disney owning Star Wars, Star Wars is a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Oh, boy. But in the MCU, they can manipulate time and travel through space.
1: Could you imagine if oh, – I got excited. Sorry. But could you imagine if they combined the That's universe? what I'm saying. Like, it could would, you
0: imagine if the Guardians of the Galaxy traveled back to Star Wars?
1: Yeah. Je- we have Jedis in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Or the Sith. I mean – Man,
0: like, Dark talk about ball, the hottest crossover of, the of all time. I'm speechless right now. Just right? <laughs> keep talking. It's totally possible. Screw, and screw all of this. I that Mustafar, would episode. And anything if. possible. No
2: more segments. Let's just talk about this for the rest of the whole. Time. Yeah. <laughs> I could. I oh. honestly could. I've I've got goosebumps. goosebumps right now. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, yeah, that's crazy. All right, oh. our Blake, so, uh, Blake follow, Blake, the, follow that one up.
1: Well, my one and only. Uh, DC one and only. Oh, you're Person one on my and list. DC. Careful, I mean, Chelsea's in the. I was comments. gonna say, yeah. Uh, DC, I said character, and like I said, I mean, I know it's kind of basic and obvious, but Wonder Woman. I mean, strength, speed, agility, endurance. She was almost the, on my list. The, the last of truth. I mean, there's nothing about that woman you can say is awful. Sure. Like, she, she has some amazing qualities, some amazing powers. Uh, she can fly. I mean. uh. I'm not going to get too into this, but I have a thing for Wonder Woman. So. Gotcha. And, uh, you know, uh, besides comic books and uh, was it? Lucinda was her name from the 80s uh, who played Wonder Woman? Um, Lucinda – is it no, – No, 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 no. Nope, it's um, uh, Linda Carter. Linda Carter, yep. Besides Linda Carter, but Gal Gadot. Yes, Gal Gadot. Gadot is actually how it's actually, pronounced. Actually, it, it, I looked up on the way here. Israeli which she is is pronounced galgadot she she pronounces it gadot galgadot i think she said it, it, her video last on name. how she should pronounce it her heritage and if she's pronouncing it wrong this is how you should pronounce it galgadot yeah i uh, don't know but uh yeah but uh anyways <laughs> no uh she played a wonderful W- wonderful wonder woman but uh sh- seriously uh i really enjoyed her playing it and wonder woman's got some great you know features and uh yeah she's a powerhouse in yeah, the dc
2: seriously. you know like i think more recently they've kind of made her less but like she was at a time like she was pretty op like she wasn't a you know she wasn't pushover she could go toe to toe with some of the most powerful yeah, superman people, so. yeah, um, yeah, yeah
0: and yeah no she's always been one well not always but in the last like 30 40 years she's been one of the big 3 it's always yeah. been superman batman wonder woman that's sure. the the heads of the dc universe
1: so even though i'm not a big dc guy you know yeah. i had to give her the nod i have to give her you know, nothing what wrong she with deserves that.
0: so so uh, fun question here okay. and and you can sound off in the comments if you know it uh ben maybe not you um but you guys too if you know this go ahead and answer it do you know what wonder woman's first uh what wonder woman's job in the original justice league was like out of all of them like batman's the leader superman's the muscle I do you remember a
1: joke right do now you
0: know what wonder I woman's know. job was
2: i thought you meant like what was her job up in the like in the space station like what did she do and i was yeah, like that maybe too. she has to take trash out on wednesdays i don't know
1: okay. i'm not even what I'm gonna say <laughs> what What were you gonna say it's a joke it's not even funny jesus yeah
0: blake now you have to tell the class i I hope that you're thinking exactly what it is because she was the secretary
2: that's
1: exactly what i was gonna say you should have just said it you should have said said it calmly and then everybody would have been really
2: wow now we know that now we know that you were being
0: that way for sure there's yeah you in the the 1950s you played that terribly the justice league was introduced their first like when they first came together Wonder Woman was the secretary for the Justice League. That is League.
1: the exact word too. Yeah, I was on tip. I'm like, I'm was, gonna be judged if I say this. I'm not going to say this. Yeah. Was
2: Flash the coffee boy? He should have been. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's been fantastic. The only I, powerhouse in DC. Y-
2: you know, I know you think it's basic, but Wonder Woman's probably, if not the most famous female superhero of all time. Like she's up she there is. in top oh, three. Yeah. <laughs> Vince. <laughs> She yeah, Jeez, Blake, what the heck, man? Or the Omega Red thing?
1: No. Yeah. Well, he says, what women can't be secretaries, Blake?
2: Just, Jesse, <laughs> I have the being bound weakness. So anyway, Any my number three is, um, my number three comes from the world of uh, Nickelodeon's Nick avatar, and that is Korra. Do you know From, who this person is? From Avatar. Do I know who Korra From the is? From Legend of Korra, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I nervous. thought for a second that you were just like, I don't know. I
0: don't care for that character. You know, at all.
2: you can say what you will, Luckily, but. this is your top five. Yeah, this is my, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thank yeah. you, Blake, for all day. I was explaining five. my response. Heather, <laughs> <Okay>. Heather, Heather <laughs> can I continue with my top five? Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Uh, you may not care for her but like she is a powerhouse and one of my favorite uh, what is he saying <laughs> katrina and ben are like no. you suck ben Everybody's you suck we're gonna have to cut that out because we were like what do you? we you don't have what? a chat on this i don't know
1: what you're talking about but i support you
2: yeah yeah no yeah. so listen listen she is the avatar she can control all four elements water earth uh, wind and no, just kidding, air and fire, and so she can bend them to her will, do the do stuff, and she also goes into this super badass avatar state where she communes with all the other avatars. Shut up, Ben! Uh, and, and, uh, and like she's just a badass. Like
1: Jesse said, Ben said, so, so it's a fact. he's the fact checker. <laughs> All right, anyway, fine. Y- whatever.
2: Kora. I like
0: her character. You guys shut up. So here's my issue with Korra. I didn't ask. Ben, what's
2: your number four? <laughs> so <just> I <laughs> love
0: it's our number threes now. Oh, um, so I love Avatar The Last Airbender, and sure. I'm okay with Legend of Korra. I don't hate it. Some of the characters are great in there. Yeah. Um, but my problem with Korra is that she literally only relies on the Avatar state to solve all of her problems through the entire series. And the reason, and it's not her fault, it's the writer's. So the reason this sucks is because when you first meet Korra, she is the best fighter in her nation. Yeah. She's the best fighter in the Water Tribe, and she comes, she's the Avatar, and she's trained in every level of power, and she's... An incredibly good hand-to-hand combatant, and she's incredibly good with all of the powers. She was like a savant from the beginning, where Aang yeah. had to learn to use them. She was already good with them. So then she comes to the the nations, and she starts like meeting people and running into bad guys. And she literally gets the shit beat out of here by every villain she comes up against. Hmm. And That's it cool. doesn't matter what their skill level is or what they do. They beat the shit out of her, and then she switches to the Avatar state, defeats them, and then powers back down and goes back to normal until the next villain and does the exact same damn thing. Like, she never learns. Like, yeah, I hated that. On top, though. You
2: know, he really started this off going, I'm just going to say, like, one thing, yes. and now he's well, literally... I'm a little heated. Not, not I, much, yeah.
1: Nope. Sorry. <laughs> from, Danny, from Danny's story, I mean, something like she came out on top every time. Regardless, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It
2: sounds amazing, like she so. used her powers in one because she's a great superhero. I feel like she's humble about it. But so, but the thanks, thanks thing for proving my point, Danny. I she really didn't appreciate need that.
0: that. Like, her, she's written to not need the avatar state to solve sure. all of her problems, but then she is, because of lazy writing, her innate ability to be a great combatant and uh, bender. Goes out the window, so they have a reason for her to use the avatar state.
2: Well, even even though bad writing, she is one of the more interesting, like... Like characters that I've seen around, just in terms of what, and especially all of the Avatar characters. Like, it's a very interesting storyline, and she just brings a completely different. I'm
0: assuming to
1: it than Aang did. So I'm
0: assuming Ben meant Olivia Munn.
1: Yeah, Olivia Munn's Who it is? I was going to. Jeez, Ben. ben. Yeah. yeah, Olivia Munn. Olivia Psylocke, Munn. And that's wow. why it's okay. He must have
0: wow. egg on wow. his face uh, right uh, now. Jeez, it's oh, alright, Ben. Megan we'll, Fox as we'll, we'll Psylocke? Straight. When did that happen? Yeah, it
1: never happened. Yeah, not uh, that I'm aware of. Hopefully, hopefully you don't lose that And
0: X-Men, I guess. Yeah, But Um, but uh, anyway, Ben's number three is Psylocke, if you couldn't guess. What a terrible
2: choice. What a terrible choice,
0: Ben. Uh, Great choice. She was almost on my list, actually. I was considering her for my number one. Um, But one of the better mid-'80s, early-'90s X-Men, she started out as just a British lady who had psychic powers, and then she was killed. And then she moved her mind into the body of a Japanese assassin, mm-hmm. and she became a an incredible martial artist. And she learned to take her—he um, is correct—mental powers <laughs> and turn them into blades. And she actually used those, like psychic blades, to attack people as well. She's like another version of Wolverine, really, yeah, um, yeah. but also with. Yeah. That's, that's and that's psychic a great powers. powers, stupid powers. I, I commit to So powers. cool. No, they're really cool. I just want yeah, to go I against them. I love ben Psylocke, Man, no. and and wow, what a costume! Like you, that costume, and then them trying to pull it off in live action. I know that they when they were, it. she did it. When they were filming, um, <laughs> when they were filming <laughs> Dark Phoenix. No, when they were filming Age of Apocalypse, uh, or X Men Apocalypse. Yeah. When they were filming X Men Apocalypse, Olivia Munn was wearing the Psylocke suit, and they had it in all the places it was supposed to be, but because it had to be so tight, she was doing a fight scene, and the entire bottom just un, like, uh, broke and opened up while she was in the middle of a fight scene. I've seen that.
2: What am I supposed to, supposed to do with that, Danny? I'm just saying, because that costume is so
0: yeah. small and tight. Yeah, like, we it, get it, Danny. Even she's Hollywood right? costumes. She's a sexy <laughs> lady to with a sexy
2: costume. Let's stop <laughs> talking about her. Yeah,
0: but she's, uh, all, uh... she's carrying uh, John... What's his name's kid now? John Mulaney. John Mulaney. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm yeah, just saying a baby that together.
2: should be two Gosh.
1: star territory right there, guys. So what is y'all's <laughs> number two? Hold, hold on, on a second. Character? Danny's got his number yeah, three. Yeah, I haven't done my number three. Yeah. You want to call down, Munch guys? This character. is Jeez. you want to let me
0: host the show or? <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> trying to take my job today. <laughs> so Danny, what's your number two? My number three is Cassandra Cain. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Ooh. why that's why he's the Cassandra Kane. She was. Um, he stole mine. Cassandra Kane is the daughter of David Kane and mm-hmm. Lady Shiva, who are two of the most powerful assassins in the DC Universe. Um, she herself was discovered by Batman, and Batman made her Batgirl. Um, she is. Initially, she can't speak or communicate in any way because she was only ever taught how to read people's body movements. So she never learned how to talk or anything. Later, she had that fixed with some psychic powers.
2: <laughs> I swear to God, I didn't know that so that bad. did that. <laughs> I genuinely didn't know that that did that. <laughs> I thought it could crank me up higher, but but
0: anyway, one <laughs> of the greatest martial arts, one of the greatest martial artists in the DC universe, she actually was able to defeat Lady Shiva, who sure. was the greatest martial artist in the DC universe at one point. Um, Except
1: in Birds of Prey,
0: who's her own mother. Right, except for the Birds of Prey movie. That was <laughs> – the only great thing about that Birds of Prey movie is that that was Dante Bosco. It was his niece, and uh, she, she... – I mean, at least she's making movies. we got to keep you know the Bosco family in movies. She's a
1: jewel movies. thief. A kid Jill Speaking
2: of Bosco's, do you guys remember Bosco sticks? Oh, I love
1: Bosco Yeah. Where they're filled in the middle. Yeah,
2: oh, with my the mozzarella God, and yes. they give you the marinara. That takes Ooh, me back So, to Blake, what's
0: 18. your number two? Uh, uh, Bosco sticks. Bosco sticks uh, would <laughs> be my number two favorite <laughs> snack,
1: too. She is wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, anyways. Bosco uh, sticks? That <laughs> superhero go Bosco sticks. Anyway. Uh, Rogue, uh, actually. Nice. Uh, you know, she got most of her powers that we know of uh, for Miss Marvel. Uh, the flying, the strength, uh, the stamina, but uh, then also, I mean, it's pretty cool. I mean, to have a uh, power as well that you could touch someone and temporarily get their powers. So you, you honestly have an unlimited source of powers, uh, or if you hold on to them long enough, that you permanently get their powers. Sure, like like for Miss Marvel, like she uh, did when she put Miss Marvel in yeah a coma. Yeah, so uh, I think I think that's a pretty awesome chick to have on the list.
2: I yep. I would put Rogue as probably my number one wrongly used character in all of the Marvel movies because like oh, she's so no, much more right. badass in the comics. Yep. In the movies they just made her move like she awful. just like she didn't really do anything and when she did it was just such an abrupt a change shy, to the stricken whole, girl who could not yeah.
1: fly and had a really bad Louisiana accent. Yeah. yeah. Uh it, the I want to I want the Rogue from the 90s X-Men cartoon. Sure, yeah, yeah. live action. That's yeah. what I want. Powerful Rogue, you know? yes. yeah. Yeah. Like, aggressive rope. X- X-Men that's didn't
2: have no like you know damsels in distresses. All those women on there were powerful. Badasses. Badasses.
1: And we need the same Gambit into live action that we've not yet received. In I agree action. with that, too. I yeah. love Gambit. I'm a big fan of Gambit. And I'm, I am still waiting for an appropriate Gambit in the live action.
0: It's, it's also really sad because I love the movie John Carter of Mars. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it's great. And that's Taylor Kitsch. Right. And he was also supposed to be Gambit right. in his own... No, actually, he was Gambit in uh, Wolverine Origins. Right. Right? Yep. And uh, But then it was supposed to be Channing Tatum that was going to play Gambit in the live-action movie, movie. Yeah. by himself. And then they just scrapped that entirely, thankfully. God. But you're right. We still have not gotten a good on-screen gambit. No,
1: and, and I feel like Taylor Kitsch could play one if they give him the option. Uh, I think he's a great actor. Uh, thank God they scrapped Channing Tatum because, you know, he's not a. He can be a. You know, he's funny. He's not bad in comedies, but for a uh, for a role like that, I don't think he can hold up to it. I don't think he has Channing Tatum. Yeah.
2: Listen, Channing Tatum can do whatever he wants in life. He is he's a multi-tooled actor. He can uh he can Let dance. Guess, you he think can. John sing. Cena's
1: a great actor too. No, I think John no, nobody a thinks big John old poo
2: poo pants.
1: Actually, he was really Peace-
0: great yeah. as Peacemaker. That's that, the only movie he was.
1: Right, 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 at. Right, right, I hate
2: right. I hate John Cena more because he made me like him in a movie. That's how right. much I yeah. hate
0: I John. I think C- that C- speaks Tatum to the director though.
1: I mean, I, I feel like Channing Tatum's good in comedies. Uh I don't think he could pull off a game Come on, I mean, do Wait. you feel like you can pull off a Gambit? No, no, no I don't think. Not. Well, then? What kind of actor are you?
0: I think that, <laughs> I think that like McConaughey in his prime would have been a great choice for Gambit. Sure, doing like a, a, a Louisiana French accent, you know, Creole. Yeah. Um, God, I'm trying to think. I think whoever plays Gambit needs to be lanky. I think they yep. need to be kind of sure, yeah, yeah. spidery. Right. Yeah. Um, you
1: gotta be able to jump around. I mean, yeah, and throw throw your cards. Yeah, you, you got to know. know he's like yeah.
0: he's not just like fighting and swinging a bow staff. Right. Like he's climbing through windows and, and like,
1: uh, I feel like Taylor Kitch is. I'm not gonna lie, I like Taylor Kitch's gambit. I, I really do in Origins. I think he's too again. He's not that that like he did the you know coming out with his bow. I yeah. mean, <laughs> I, don't, I don't.
0: Ben, feel ben said it. he would make a great. Uh, a <laughs> gambit he's very lanky he's yeah. right he yeah. fits I, I the bill like, except he's it, he's, that's he's six five he's a little tall for gambit i think it's all right who is it could be remy
2: who is the guy that um who's the main actor for peaky blinders
0: that i was thinking he pl- that he
2: played I, the, I think uh, he S- scarecrow sirin as soon as i think of it ben who's a, about him right yeah they'll play scarecrow yeah yeah it's, he was scarecrow in batman begins he's Miller? Uh, Siren? I don't think he'd be a good Gambit. C- C- Cillian, I think he'd make a great his Gambit. His facial structure. No, Cillian. Killian Murphy. Yep. Yeah. I. I. That dude's so versatile. I think he could pull anything off. As of now, Killian Murphy. They could tell me that he's playing Barney in the new live-action Barney, and I think he'd pull it off. So. Yeah.
0: I think he'd be a great choice for Gambit. Yeah.
2: So is, is it sure. my turn now? Number Who two. Who are we yeah. on? Yeah.
0: I'm on. I don't even know. We're on number listen, two.
2: Listen. Listen. So you're number two from the world of Pixar. <laughs> Probably the greatest of the animated uh, superheroes, Elastigirl. So.
5: Yeah. What?
2: I, mean, I didn't go <laughs> I like on Elastigirl. You, thank you. I love Incredibles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, there you go, man. Yeah. yeah. I thought of you whenever my, I did that it. That was yeah. on my top
1: five one time.
0: Elastigirl does have that dump truck. Listen,
2: listen. <laughs> I'm
0: going to disregard that sexist comment. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: son of a bitch. She's got that cake. <laughs> she Jesus, Danny. But she
0: can do it herself. That's the great thing about her. She can be in any shape she Whose wants. Whose
2: turn is it? He's like, Listen, <laughs> she could do it herself, okay, guys? That's all. That, you hey, know. Jared,
1: tell me how you like Elastigirl.
2: I really like Elastigirl because they portray her as both being a mom but also being a great, you know, capable superhero. Like, she doesn't have to be one or the other. Like, she does it all. Hmm. Which is what I was going to say before
1: Danny took it. And Ben just got his oh, She's a... got true birthing hips.
2: Shut... Jesus, what is up with a Stewart
1: <laughs> guy? Guys, it's just, guys, it's a she's thing. a
2: capable superhero <laughs> that, like Mike Tyson, would destroy Danny in the ring. So she put some respect <laughs> on her name, all right? She had three children and she's still kicking ass, all right? Do you think you could have three children and still kick ass?
0: Yes. No.
1: He's got. S-
2: you have
0: a, I have five children. Yeah, almost Listen, seven. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I didn't mean that type of having
0: children. I
1: meant the <laughs> other, other
2: pushing way, kids out. Yeah, you better. You have about as much chance of pushing out three kids yourself as Look, you do defeating. If Mike you want to get in into the
0: absolute eldritch horror that is me explaining pushing a baby out of my body, I will. Ben, or what is your number, two, number with, uh, yeah. ben. Ben. your number two, man? Let's do it. Killian Murphy
2: has been. What's your number two?
1: Let's hit. it. Is it? Is oh.
0: it, is
2: it Killian Murphy? <laughs> <laughs> or Chain and
1: <laughs> let's guess before well, he puts it up yeah. i think yeah. it's gonna be uh his number two is a s- lot newer
2: enchantress
0: sylvie <laughs> yes yeah he's talking about no, uh seriously
1: i didn't even think about her lady loki she been on yeah. one mind then
0: sylvie laffy daughter yes yeah dude she's uh stole that show yes. like absolutely she's the best character in the loki series
1: <laughs> i want to see more for real
0: yeah, me too. And I love that they found this great way to introduce the Enchantress without introducing the main 616 Enchantress. Sure, yeah, yeah. It's just an alternate version of Loki, so her magic makes sense, which Loki created the Enchantress in, in the 616. So, all good. They did such a great job with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, love it. Just a great character. So, my number two uh, Barbara Gordon, the original Batgirl, mm-hmm. also Oracle. Um, Famously shot through the spine by the Joker and was bound to a wheelchair, but still found a way to not only learn self-defense and was able to fight just as well from a wheelchair, which was rare. She wasn't going out on town like fighting people, but she also turned to her natural intellect and became a hero in her own right that way as well. And learned a way to help all of the other superheroes. She became mm-hmm. a fountain of data and information for everyone who was trying to solve a crime or trying to figure out what was going on in Gotham. And then in the New Fifty Two, they healed her spine and made her Batgirl again. But how
1: would they heal her spine?
0: Um, just they just like, did it. Science and magic, like a combination of the two. It's, <laughs> mm. um, just I mean it's like the Batman. DC universe.
1: Always fun in a the- Mm-hmm. You know, way to overcome everything.
0: Always always be yeah. pimping. Yeah, they actually inserted a chip into her spine hmm. that connected her, let's, her spinal cord let's, again. Let's
2: put this up on the poll. Who has a better chance of defeating Mike Tyson? Danny or in a wheelchair Barbara Gordon? And keep in mind, Barbara Gordon is both uh, paralyzed and also fictional, but I think they have about the same chance.
0: Well, you know, there's only one way to find out. Like, <laughs> what's your number one, man? I'm so. I interested. can tell you that for all the shit you guys talk, I would step in a ring with Mike Tyson. <laughs> I know, I know you
2: would. I it's, would. It's not and about I bravery, would. man. It's about the stupidity of picking a fight with you know the champ. Like, I'm not hey, picking his, a fight. We're brother, having a good
1: time. His own brother even said the crippled version.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> But she was awesome as Batgirl too, but uh, as Oracle. Do you think a, Ben will have as much utility as Barbara Gordon when he's paralyzed from she overcame his a Mike serious injury, paralysis and was still able to be a hero not only in the comics but to to paralytic people worldwide. Yeah, cuz that was so. probably one of the first instances
2: where they really showcased uh like a character in a wheelchair, you know, in the DC universe, right? In DC, yeah. yeah I was yeah, going to yeah. say other than Professor uh, X. Yeah, Professor <laughs> X, but like, yeah.
1: This random thought just came to mind. Y'all remember on Sci-Fi Channel back in the day, I was young, but wasn't this guy in a wheelchair, Mantis? Y'all
0: yeah, he young? had an exosuit, but yeah. that wasn't a comic. That was no, just no, no, for no, the... No, I
1: know, but it just popped in my head. I'm yeah. Like, Man, I no, want yes. to see that again. Good pull. That was a good show, I thought. His name solid, was Mantis Toboggan. Blake, you're number one. Uh... Yeah, my number one. Uh, I mentioned her before; she's been on top five before. But all uh, right, Emma Frost. Emma Frost. Yeah, <laughs> one of the most you know strongest telepaths out there. Yeah, uh, the White Queen. Yeah, and and I've always had it. Like, I've always been a sucker for uh, telepathic abilities. Like I, I love being able to read people's mind, have telekinesis, you know, or whatever. Uh, and then, man, her just character is just always so gorgeous. Yeah. like there just, is that yeah uh but i, I love telepathic <laughs> abilities uh that's the main thing yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah.
0: and and the ability to harden her body to diamond yeah yeah, yeah. very cool
2: yeah. cuz honestly without that emma frost is far less uh of an imposing figure right. in battles than what you know she was with it right. she well, so a much lot of like,
1: people out right huh she when she does a diamond form she can actually block other telepathic abilities. Yeah. Out. Yes, yeah. she can't
0: use her own telepathic abilities in diamond form either, though. She was like right. she
2: was like Professor X, but with the ability to fight. Like she could right. she could do both. She
1: was like and Professor X with the built-in magneto helmet,
0: and just there like Colossus, in her hardened form, she gained super strength, and vulnerability. Right. Yep. All yeah, the, I, I've
1: always loved her character though. For real, uh, always liked her powers, her ability. And, you know, and I know she was a villain. You know, there for a while, but uh, she also led the X Men. Too, so. That's
0: true. Yeah, she yeah. Led the school. She was also married to Cyclops for a little while he after cares. Jean died.
2: So but many, so many X Men were villains before they were yeah. heroes. Like you yeah. he a decent amount of them.
0: So. Well, shit. Magneto just jumps back and forth in that line every couple of years. So <laughs> pick right. a side, man. Right.
2: Ugh. You, you good guy. You bad guy. He's Stupid. the Malcolm X of mutants. Yeah. Who knows? So by whatever means heard? necessary. My number one. You want to know what my number Let's one is? We would like to hear it. Yeah. Listen. So. Superhero, I'm stretching just a little bit on this one, but I'm going with one of my favorite uh, female characters of all time, who I consider to be a superhero, but a lot of people probably wouldn't. You, have you guys seen Mad Max Fury Road? Yeah, yeah. Furiosa from okay. Mad Max yep. Fury Road. One I would of my say favorite characters of all time. It, the movie should have literally been Furiosa that picked up Max along the way. Like she stole the show. She was the best. It, I mean, she.
1: I mean, the actress that played her always steals the show. Oh yeah, yeah, for so. sure.
2: But I mean, they. It was a great instance of of powerful female characters that were just in this world. Like they weren't, you know, throwing in your face saying this stuff. Like she just was such a believable, powerful character. You know, she had a great story arc. You know, loved her character. Fantastic. And then the whole world of that uh, movie built up was great. But, yeah, she is by far. She's probably my top three favorite characters of all time. So
0: yes, nice. Yeah. So, um, also with Charlize Theron, who plays Furiosa, um, is also a superhero in her own right in the Netflix movie The Old Guard. Sure, um, where she also well, has abilities great... and powers. That
1: bl- that was shocking. Yes, that blew my mind away. I'm like, ah, Netflix. Meh. <laughs> uh, but uh. Yeah, no, that was great.
2: And she also played in what was the Will Smith movie? Um, Hancock. In Hancock. Hancock. She was, yes. Yeah,
0: she also had super, superpowers in that. Yeah, yeah. So she's kind of been flirting with the, the superpowers. I, I think I
1: c- they should bring her in the MCU. I want to see her As in the what?
0: MCU. As what?
1: She'd have to be a villain. <laughs> I'd, As
0: I mean, Ross. she could.
1: She could have
2: played Who? a really good
0: Hella. I think she's a little past the age yeah, to be is, Emma Frost at this point. as Theron
2: as, uh, as Hela would have been a great uh, casting. Yeah. Not taking own, anything away no, from... I uh, own,
1: when we first started this, or when I first came on the podcast, and he had to correct me saying it was Theron.
2: Yep. Ben?
1: Just throwing it out there.
0: I need Ben to confirm.
2: Good times. You, you Good make make times, everybody. You make
1: me feel everybody. better saying that, though, because now I don't feel like so much. Yeah, my yeah, yeah. I got
0: your back, man. So Thank Ben's you. number... One really? is Raven, nice um, yeah. from the Teen Titans, and uh, well, I just realized Ben sent us his whole list in our team chat, yeah. and yeah. I didn't look at it, yeah. but wow. on this last one, you know, so I wasn't waiting, um, but it's Raven, yeah, and she's the daughter of uh, Trigon, Trigon, the oh, oh. the he's basically Believe one of DC's versions of <laughs> Satan, sure, like he leads Hell, his own realm right. of Hell. Um, but her powers are almost limitless, um, is, especially if she's embracing her demon side. Um, but, yeah, Raven is awesome. She's one of my favorite characters. Yeah, what, she's, yeah. she's that like perfect level of like hot goth chick, you know? Right. Um, <laughs>
2: Does she have cake, Danny? Does she have cake? Uh, it depends on the artist, uh, I guess. Gosh. <clears throat> well, you know what I think is so cool about her is uh, – the storyline, which she tra- trapped, and I don't know how long like, ran for, but she actually trapped Trigon in her like the gym that's on her head, yeah. and was able to like basically control, you know, control Trigon by not allowing him to release. Like,
0: it depends on the version, sure, of. Of the story. I think that was. They did a
2: one in a new 52, I thought, that ran along that that line. In
0: noon 52, she also lost her soul. Sure. Couldn't, like, feel any emotions or anything. She was just, like, this husk with powers. Now, he's talking about Raven from DC, not Raven (laughs) Mystique, right? Right, correct. Yeah. Yeah. Not 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 that so Raven. Just asking. Yeah. Sometimes I do something and I think that's so Raven. Sometimes I do something and I think that's not so Raven.
1: Yeah.
0: It's a Zach Galifianakis joke. Right. You're welcome.
2: I think it's better when he said it. Uh,
0: thank you. I, I totally expected that. So my number one
2: <laughs> is is one of the
0: best characters in all of uh, cinema. Oh, wow. In his <sighs> opinion. Yeah. Wow. One of the best characters, one of the best heroes, regardless of male or female. Sure. In all of cinema. Okay. Um, And I... Say that with what she's accomplished in her career is uh, she is a superhero, um, Ellen Ripley from the Alien movies. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that was famously... a suggestion
2: for my, for me, for the list. Yeah, that's a really good one. What's up? That was a suggestion somebody made for me for the.
0: Uh, I think it was me. List. I was. We were talking about this. The no, other no, day. no. This was pre
2: you. <clears throat> yeah, yeah.
0: Nothing's pre me. I'm older than you.
2: Once there was Danny, and
0: then, <laughs> and then there was light. Sorry, please continue. But, yeah, I love Ellen Ripley as a character. Uh, Sigourney Weaver played her as this, like, badass space marine. Sure. Um, She was so fun in every one of the Alien movies, Um, you know. And for a movie where in the first Alien they refused to really show you the, the, the creature until almost the end of the movie. And then whenever they finally revealed it, this character was just like, we're fighting. Like fuck it, we're doing this, and you know, in most movies, you just get the like screaming, running, scared um, female character, right. but not not an alien. Ellen sure. Ripley is a badass. She yeah. will she'd go toe to toe with Mike Tyson, and I'd give her better chances than I give me.
1: <laughs> I would too. Yeah,
0: God, I fucking hate you guys. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that's my number one. Nice.
2: And if anybody's yeah. interested to g- piggyback you, on you on that, uh, Netflix just came out with the movies that made us, and uh, Aliens is actually on it. Really good awesome. story about the making of that, and a big portion is them trying to attract uh, Sigourney Weaver back with like a strong character role for the sequel. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of the one of the crazier ones I've seen on there. That movie definitely almost did not get
1: made. So. <laughs> So I guess so that's our top five. So, <laughs> guys.
0: Top five. Feel free to sound off in the comments with your own top fives. Um, as always, we love to see your guys' lists as well. Um, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> we're getting good at this. Thank you guys so much. So <laughs> I like those um, lists. Those were good
2: lists. Yeah. They, they were a yeah, yeah. great lists. Yeah, great yeah. job, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I like yeah. that you guys
0: paired your list so that you weren't copying each other's yeah. ideas.
2: We wanted transparency, so. Yeah, we did. Yeah. One of us did not
0: share our list. Yeah. <laughs> so, just saying. Me? Oh, you're talking about me.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
0: I am so sorry, guys. No, that's fine. I, sure. I didn't even know who my number one was until I right. sat down at this table.
2: Listen, our all real number ones are definitely definitely mom, so just to throw that out there. <laughs>
0: Your mom also doesn't watch this show. What are you doing? <laughs>
2: who has a more likelier chance of watching this you show? Know who's Our the moms number or... one
0: mom is the mom that watches the show. Who, who, who's mom watches it? My mother in law is actually in the is watching it right now. Oh god. So I guess Katrina's mom is the number one mom out of them. All. Hi, Katrina's mom. Although I guess Katrina's watching also. So she, she's, a, she's she's a mom. A mom. That's like so, five layers uh, of
2: Kevin Bacon or whatever the heck.
0: Yeah, six degrees of separation. Yeah, that's what it's called.
2: That's a Wilson. movie. You're so smart, Danny. You're so. Smart. Where he
1: pretends to be Sidney portier's son. So I got one more, uh, one more little MCU thing we got going on. Yeah, uh, hit me. We, oh my gosh, uh, it's actually it's in development, which we know when it means in development. Uh, you know, this could be going on, and it may never uh, become something, uh, but more than likely, it's a strong possibility it will be. But there is a uh, Disney Plus spinoff of WandaVision starring Katherine Hahn, which is supposed to be like a darker comedy. Oh, yeah. Of, yeah. Uh, Agatha Harkness. Uh, and then uh, somewhere in the m- amongst of that, we all know, you know, the comic story of Agatha Harkness was she was the nanny of uh, Franklin Richards, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, and nothing's really been spoke about her being the nanny of Franklin Richards but you know, I wonder if they're going to go down that path a little bit, or intertwine that story a little bit. But if not, I will say that this <coughs> is in the MCU uh, rumor bin that they're talking about bringing Franklin Richards into the MCU like that, right after Fantastic Four is uh, introduced. It's rumor right now, uh, they're, and they're not talking about you know doing the whole later one. They have a child, they stroll it out. They're talking about actually bringing him <laughs> in pretty quickly. Out. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> does a bad word. <laughs> words, it's bad entirely
0: word. possible that they can introduce the Fantastic Four having been in existence for a while right. and the kids having already been born because there's yeah. Franklin and Valeria. Wait, that's Wait, what, rumor. At
2: what point does Franklin get his powers? Uh, Franklin Richards. Like, does he He was not born with powers, was yeah. he? Or he was, he born was born with them. With so he was born that... Cause
0: but the, they didn't discover that he had them till he was like 10 years old. Oh,
2: okay. So I guess, yeah, you could introduce him... Really, pre because him getting his like discovering powers, but Franklin Richards in the MC in like Marvel universe is one of the most powerful. Characters he is the most. In powerful. Is, it, is it existence. 10, though?
1: Because I like I remember seeing a comic page. I know you you know the comics more than I do, but I remember seeing a comic page the other day where it literally showed like a toddler, and it said Franklin Richards as a kid like creates a baby universe, and like it showed like a toddler version of him.
0: In the comics, yeah. are you talking? I mean. Him?
1: With, I know that
0: Reed and Sue weren't aware of rank, Franklin's powers until he was around 10-ish. Oh, okay, sure. gotcha. Um that Maybe Agatha was aware of them earlier. Right. Yeah, she was makes the sense. Nanny. Well,
2: the, the whole reason why I was asking was because Franklin Richards being one of the first X-Men, or not X-Men, one of the first of the Fantastic Four storylines to come in or having him come in being so overpowered, seems like it would be slightly distracting unless you dumb down his powers, but that would be crazy because he's like, He's like god level power, like he's ridiculous.
0: So, so the thing you need to remember about Franklin is that he's a really good kid. Yeah, he knows that he's as powerful as he is, but his parents have raised him not to use that power. Isn't he one of the most powerful beings? He in is the Marvel the universe. most yeah. powerful being. Like he, he's over he
2: molecule li- man. He's like he's over like I guess non. Would you say he's more than celestial? Like the Celestials and the Franklin Beyonder? has the
0: power that the writers of the marvel universe have (laughs) he can do whatever he wants he can literally rewrite any Mm -hmm. retcon any story take he's basically that's what he is franklin's power is that he's basically a comic creator he of the 616 he can just change anything he wants to when he wants to Mm -hmm. the really cool thing and this is one of the most important things about franklin richards is that if you're a fan of the marvel comics So Marvel uses a rolling 10-year timeline. And what that means is that the Marvel Universe has existed for 10 years. The 616 has existed for 10 years. And those 10 years are the time it took for Franklin to get from born to 10 years of age. So everything in the Marvel Universe has happened in that 10-year period. So as they move forward in time, as we've gone from the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, Whatever year it is, so say it's it's 2021 right now, Franklin was born in 2011. Always. So next year, Franklin will have been born in 2012, and it has been 10 years since the Marvel Universe started. Hmm. So Spider-Man has only been Spider-Man for 10 years, always. It's constant. It just rolls every year. Hmm. So it that's just a rule that the Marvel editors came up with to establish where everything happened chronologically in the Marvel universe. But what will be interesting is to see if that effect works in the MCU. If they introduce Franklin at 10 years of age or whatever age that the MCU is and use that as a rolling timeline for what all of the events that have taken place in the movies from first Avenger to, to now I think if my, that rolling timeline works in the MCU as well. I think my brain's just exploding.
2: Huh.
1: That's a lot, man. But to dub it down a little bit, we <laughs> wouldn't love to see a dark comedy with Catherine Hahn. Me? I yeah, would love that. I would oh, yeah. love that. She's great. For real. Probably the best
2: part of WandaVision in terms of just like pure unexpectedness. So, yeah. so
0: Blake, are you ready to uh, make mine Marvel?
1: Yeah, let's do it. Let's
0: do it. Yeah. All right, Heather, whenever you're ready.
1: So, Make My Marvel, we're going to go ahead and finish up the House of M, which I'm not going to lie, I was a little disappointed in, got really pumped up about it, uh, I don't know, expected a lot more, a little, bit, a little bit longer, I really did, this is coming from a guy who didn't grow up reading comic books, so I probably got a different take on it than most people, uh, but uh, we'll pick up back where I left off at, going to kind of paraphrase through a few issues there to uh, to the end. So Wolverine help restores, you know, a group of their memories. Uh, they go to stop Wanda uh, and I, I to, and find Xavier. I have to say one thing that really blows my mind away after putting Cyclops on one of my most <laughs> underrated characters last week was uh, he literally stands up and is like, you know, people who uh, have the moral obligations like me try to take the high road. I think, yeah, we should kill her. Uh, he's like, let's just kill her. Let's put all of our morals aside and let's go do this. Let's go kill this girl. Uh, so that really shocked me. So he proved me kind of wrong, of being a whiny little bitch and not a very good leader. Uh, so anyways, uh, they start a fight for the distraction. Uh, while Doctor Strange goes and try talks to Wanda and her two unrealistic kids that she's playing with. Uh, and he's trying to convince her, you know, uh, hey, what's going on? Where's Xavier? Uh, we really need to stop this reality. Uh, and they really all think that Magneto has a huge play in hand of this in convincing her to make this reality happen, uh. Because I mean, House of Magnus, Magneto's president, I guess if you want to call it that. You get this big gala for you know the House of Magnus. It's really all focused on Magneto. Uh, and come to find out, shocking surprise, it's all Pietro's idea. Uh, Magneto had nothing to do with it. He was just kind of a pawn like the rest of the people. Uh, Pietro. Kind of just convinced her to go this route. Thought it would make everybody happy. Mainly them too. Selfish little prick. But, uh, yeah, it was all him. He was the puppeteer of the whole thing. And she kind of went for it. So, uh, Wanda's kind of confronted about this whole thing. And then she's kind of, you know, puts the whole, brings up the old daddy issue thing. She's like, you know, it's all my dad's fault. He chose mutants over us. Screw mutants. Which... I don't know I really feel like this could have had a longer better storyline of it, not completely bashing it. it was fun uh so she speaks to words no more mutants uh and then boom, uh practically every mutant except for what hundred six of them you said
2: ninety nine percent right yeah.
1: yeah I mean almost every single mutant in the universe x gene is wiped away it's gone and guess what? the end that's it. The issue ends uh I'm so disappointed. I wanted more. I wanted this to be like 20% of the story, and it continued on. And we get the mutant factor back. We figure out a way to have redemption. We figure out, I don't know. But no, that's it. No XG. It's done. It's gone. It's over with. Uh, but yeah, that's all I that make my Marvel. <laughs> and we're uh, not really sure what series I'll start next. If y'all want a series you want me to read over and kind of paraphrase on, uh, leave them in the comments. And if not, then I'll pick one by uh, next Wednesday. So stay tuned.
0: Welcome back. Uh so wow Blake, you were uh you were pretty disappointed in House of M.
1: Yeah, I was super excited to read it. I was. Uh mainly because of Wandavision. Uh and you know, and all the ties into Wandavision with the House of M. Uh and I've heard a lot of great things about the House of M. And did not realize for one it was eight issues. That's it. Two thousand five. Is that right? Uh, and there were then, a lot of tie-ins to that, though. Yeah, yeah. Not, I that know. There's the House of M, run. Spider-Man, House of M. This, you right. know, there's there's a, is there a deeper dark, you know, deeper story into it. But I mean, once the X genes wiped away, that's it, right?
0: Yeah. So I mean,
1: we get the storylines of how Spider-Man was living in this reality, how this person was living in that reality. But long story short, at the end of the day.
0: Right. So one of the worst things that happened to the mutants was House of M because they went from being millions million strong to being a hundred and something strong. Right. Um, and they were fighting a world that hated and feared them. And they went from being a world power, just being all over the place and, you know, not very well organized, sure. but all in fighting or whatever, to being just like functionally a handful of people in the world. Yeah. Um, and and they dealt with the fallout of that for years, like many, many years. Yeah.
2: It wasn't part of that just uh, structured storyline because there were so many mutants in the Marvel Universe that they were trying to like get it down to like the core people again.
0: It just had gotten to the point where it didn't make much sense that there was so many mutants yeah. and they were still being ran down and attacked and yeah. hadn't stood up for themselves. And mm. um, So it was like trying to find a way to make them desperate again. But you also have to remember... That this all happens around the time that Marvel decides to stop publishing X-Men comics. Yeah. Or to make them less interesting. So they really trimmed down the amount of X-Men there were, too.
2: Yeah. Because they were writing about a bunch of them.
0: <laughs> like, yeah. Geez, like A well, movie X-Men we see now was not not the entirety of what they do. There was a lot more going they on. They had like f- six, I want to say six X-Men teams going at one time. Sure. And Wolverine yeah. was on all of them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That dude had frequent flyer miles, man. So
0: there was an issue of Wolverine that showed this, uh, like his schedule, like how he just had no downtime. Like he'd show back up at the mansion, he'd teach some students, then he'd go help the Avengers, then he'd come back, then he'd have to go on an X-Force mission, then he'd come back home, then he'd have to go on an X-Men mission, then he'd come back, and then he'd go back out. X-Force needed – or um one of the other x teams needed some help but it was like it was just constantly like wolverine never
1: resting Yeah, for like I'll days be, and when days you're, and you're and the days. greatest wolverine you're going to yeah. have that celebrity as long as well. guy, uh, I mean, big bodies
2: of water yeah you will be fine here uh, here's my idea for a for a, for a show all right think okay. about this I'm in. okay so you have so you just described wolverine's character right you know doing a bunch of stuff coordinate with all these teams you know we'll do whatever what if they do, like, a like a CBS sitcom-style show of, like, the assistant to the superheroes? Like, how they're, like, really the secret ones that are running their lives, get them to go to the places they're supposed to be. Yeah. You know, but maybe, maybe she's just trying to find lo- love in the big city as well, you know? Just
0: like your personal assistant and coordinator for getting you to and from superhero events.
2: Yeah, exactly, man. Wow. That would be... What I'm saying is it's in a fictional world where superheroes exist, which is fictional from our world. I got a question for
1: y'all. Are y'all done yet? (laughs) I do. Before we get to are you
0: done yet, I do want to say. Got to stretch first. We kind of saw that in The Boys. The lady that was like the personal assistant to all of the magnificent – what were they? The the I'm super super seven, seven whatever super um, Saiyans.
2: I don't know dang it uh, the seven it was just the it seven was just, yeah, yeah the yeah.
0: seven that was the personal assistant of the seven and that girl was constantly on the verge of a nervous breakdown sure every episode um so you know but it, it, as not being a dark comedy I can see that being pretty fun.
2: Yeah, yeah, I always liked the other parts of the world, like of like you know, like who who the heck had to clean up all the mess downtown New York, you know?
0: Well, Marvel has the um
1: Yeah, they're in Spider Man no uh yeah,
0: it's the crew, huh?
1: They're in Spider Man homecoming. Yeah. Uh the lady that's over is it. Which Stark I think crew. started. Huh? Stark is creator of that, I think. Uh yeah. They clean up all the alien tech and destruction. Now
0: the Wrecking Crew is a group of bad guys. What am I thinking of? It's the. Uh, I, I, took on, us, I took us, us down another rabbit hole. I'm sorry, guys. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. Well, it'll hit the comments later. Yeah,
3: we'll yeah.
2: get it.
0: But uh, if I think that maybe what you should read next is Avengers Disassembled. Ooh. Okay, I can do that. I mean, that was that was Mike Zapsack's recommendation to us was that we oh, should sure. read it. Yeah. So maybe that, does, that should be the next
2: thing. thing. There you go.
1: Cool. Now, ask so? the question, Blake. Do it.
2: Now, ask the question. Yeah.
1: I'm going to try my segue again. Okay. Uh, so, are y'all
2: done yet?
0: Oh, we're not done, but we're about to be. Cool.
1: Heck yes.
2: I'm with you. With you, you're in charge of. Oh, uh, I'm on. I got the question. Yeah.
0: So, Heather, you're going to have to let him know when time runs out, too, because he can't see it.
2: No, 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 Blake. There's no rules in this fight,
0: no hold bars.
1: Oh, there's rules.
2: Is it bar or bars?
0: You can start on him.
2: Yeah, you guys can start on me. Yeah, no, you, guys...
0: you can start on me. You can start on me. Or we're all s- on camera. Or start on me. We're all on camera. No, Danny, me. You're on camera.
2: <laughs> oh. Yeah, you're going to be up there. Yeah. I really like that we're already battling again. <laughs> yeah. Before it even starts. Are you ready? It, whatever you're ready, yeah. One, like, like,
0: two, three. Don't, don't, don't
1: I just Jesus. want to hear. The Don't start the timer yet, okay? <laughs> so you're having weird Jared, technical difficulties. This is your
0: weekly segment. Would you like to explain what we're doing?
2: All right. So here's the deal. We have two opponents uh, who get two characters, and we have to argue. There is some form of argument followed by other forms of argument, and then there's a rebuttal, and then Danny and I fight with knives to choose the victor. <laughs> which yeah, which is perfect. pretty much exactly what what it
0: is, right? Yeah. I actually meant to tally last week's before we did this. Sure. But I do think Sentry won. Oh, I, you think I, Guardian so? uh, was in the lead at one point, but I think uh, they came back. Ben some, could we get a comment we got some more reactions in the comments. Wow. That I think that I think it brought Sentry up above Gladiator. Listen, so I do believe you won the first are you done.
2: Listen, I want to give a shout out to all my fans that voted for Sentry. <laughs> uh this wasn't just a victory for me, it was a victory for all of us. So God Jesse, bless If you Century, keep voting
1: for him. God bless America. There will be benefits to
0: that. Jesse Dew says yeah, winner sure. fights Tyson. So,
2: Winner, <laughs> the winner of Green Lantern and Nova or the winner of Danny and The me? winner of y'all two fight Tyson. Tap out. I'm done. I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to do it.
0: All right. So, so yeah, tonight yeah. we're doing, I'm, Arguing Nova and you're yeah. arguing Green Lantern. So,
2: yeah, so Danny's arguing uh, Nova from the Nova Corps uh, in Marvel, and I am arguing for Green Lantern of the Green Lantern Corps in DC. Both space cops, both uh, fighters for peace and justice and truth, but one's slightly cooler than the other.
0: Yeah. So, um, Blake, whenever you're ready, you can uh, tell us when to start the timer. Who's going, right. and who's going first? You're going first? I'm going first. Okay. Jared goes last
1: because sure. it's his segment, and he sure. gets My the segment. final word gotcha. on, on what sense. the. All right. You ready? One, two. So I am
0: arguing Nova, specifically the Richard Ryder version of Nova, mm-hmm. um, the main Nova, also known as Nova Prime, a man with. Huh? Shit. Let me fix this real quick, and we'll start over. Hold on.
2: A man with what, Danny? He can't even finish the sentence. Listen, guys. Listen. Do you really want to vote for somebody that can't even finish an argument before he's got to leave? You know who would not have had technical difficulty problems? Green, Green Lantern. Lantern. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you know what? Their tech support is top notch, oh, man, top-notch. all yeah. day long. Uh, so you know he's already got that in the bag. So I uh, also think, oh, right. yeah, yeah, Nova got one- once beat by a uh, strong breeze. He fell down and hurt himself. I've never
1: known Nova having a good timer, anyways. No, 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 yeah, Yeah. yeah. Nova's, you know, eh, Green Lanterns are cool. Can you name? I I can do my timer on my phone. What's up? I can do a timer on my phone. Can you name more? You can do a timer
2: on your phone. Hey, Blake. I just like the interactive timer. Hey, Blake. Yeah. (laughs) Can you name more than two Green Lantern characters? No. Can you
0: name one? So okay, I got you.
1: Blake. Whenever I, you're,
0: is it one minute? It's it's two minutes. Two minutes. All right. Listen, but it's
2: got to be like a minute fifty now because he already no, started it talking. I'll start Are you over. You gonna start over?
1: You get a minute a piece, right?
0: <sighs> no, we do two minutes apiece. Okay, and then we argue for a minute head to head, and then after that, we each get thirty seconds to have a rebuttal against
1: gotcha. the person we were arguing. All right, against. two minutes, one minute, thirty. Yes, 30. Katrina. Yep. All right. Ready one two,
0: so I am arguing for Richard Rider Nova, also known as Nova Prime, one of the most powerful characters in the MC or in the Marvel canon. Um, his uh, helmet, the Nova helmet, gives him his powers. He gains the ability to fly, shoot energy blasts. He gets super strength and the ability to fly through wormholes and port to wherever he wants to um, based on his abilities. So one of the first things that you'll notice is that he has super strength, which is something that Green Lantern doesn't have. Um, so he generally, if he could get through what you would consider to be the Green Lantern's force field or his protective bubble, he should be able to knock Hal Jordan out in one punch or Jon Stewart, um, in a punch. But, um, also, what you need to know about defending himself from Green Lantern, um, Richard Rider can create a force field that is so powerful that Galactus himself could not break it. He accidentally just was messing around one day and destroyed a planet. Didn't mean to. Um, he's uh, felt real bad about it, but um, <laughs> he can fly at subsonic speeds. Um and he is powered by the power of the entire Nova Force, which he carries inside of him. Um, and, <laughs> geez, I think I've just run out of things to say. He's uh, Wow. he's, Never thought well, I'd he's just so one. powerful. It's, sure. Um,
2: Name three other things about him. What's his favorite color? Blue.
0: <laughs> his, he loves sandwiches. Um, <laughs> and uh, he... Again, one of the most powerful characters that Marvel has. Sure, um, sure, sure. And, uh, you know, originally he was supposed to be the character that Captain Marvel played in Endgame, yeah. which means that he was the one who was Thanos-level strength and able to defeat Thanos. So That was
2: really good, Danny. Just for the record, I hate that noise now. Good, and good. Already, good. I hate it. So, hate Jared,
1: it. you're for your two minutes? Yeah, give me give me one second.
2: Uh, oh, oh, my God. Are you going to... Hold on a second. got to stretch. I thought you were stretching. I'm an athlete, all right? got to stretch beforehand. All right. You ready? Yeah. Ready, Roll Set. that beautiful bean footage. All right, guys. I have Green Lantern from the... Uh, DC Universe. I always want to call it something different. I don't know yeah. why. So uh, I'm specifically Hal Jordan, the greatest of all the Green Lanterns. I thought you were doing John Stewart. No, no, no. We decided this. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah we we decided in the beginning. He's messing with my time now. So Green Lantern is an intergalactic space cop. Uh, he has a uh, uh, what are they? Do they just call it a ring? Right. It's just a you know. Do they call it? Are you especially? asking me? Yeah, yeah, I'm just asking. It's a power you ring. Power ring. And It was been described by Batman as being the most powerful weapon in the universe, which is you know pretty high praise. Well, he'd
0: know he has no powers. Shut up!
2: I didn't talk during yours. Uh, okay. Yeah, f- foul on the hey, plate. Talk y'all. to the moderator. So, uh, so not Green me. Lantern, with his uh, especially Hal Jordan's Green Lantern, through his ring of power, can uh, create force fields around himself and his creative force, force fields as big, hey. big as uh, something that can control an entire planet. That. He had a shield up over Earth while there was Kryptonian armies attacking it, and he held it off until the Justice League got there, sir. That's pretty powerful. Don't say a dang word back then. <laughs> he, he's <laughs> able to create uh, anything that his mind can imagine, uh, so he you know can think it and it is manifest. He's once used these uh, uh, constructs to punch Superman so hard that he made him bleed. Uh, which is a pretty powerful thing. He's beaten Parallax, which in the uh, DC universe is a very powerful being. How many seconds do I have left? Yeah, 30. I still have plenty of things to talk about. Yeah, keep going. Because I'm not a weirdo like Danny. (laughs) Uh, He's fought fought small armies by himself. He can tap into the speed force. He also has the ability for time manipulation, so this dude can actually go back in time. So... um, and he's fought a lot of beans. He's taken punches from Side and been able to uh, come right back from it. He's gone toe-to-toe against a lot of the heavy hitters. This guy is also more experienced than uh, Nova will be in fights as well. I hate that noise so much. <laughs> Whoever whoever loses, there will be no winners with that no <laughs> all one right, minute. so now Danny's one gonna minute. have a one minute rebuttal time. No,
0: we have a minute we to have argue a one. each other I didn't
2: know this last right. time. I let him argue
0: yeah. for about forty seconds as ahead ahead go ahead, go ahead one, Danny, I'll, awesome I'll let you begin are right, yeah. you ready
1: one two.
0: I find it funny that you bring up Darkseid's punch as being something that matters. Sure, uh, Darkseid isn't actually a character. He's a force that occupies different bodies at different strength levels. I could survive a punch from Darkseid if it's the right one, so that's not a good argument listen, for Listen, this level. is coming
2: from a man that thinks that he could survive a punch from Mike What Tyson. does this have to do so with how do we? I mean, you brought up yourself from a punch <laughs> from Darkseid, but you think you could... I'm just saying, man, your logic's not that's very fine. sound. Carry on. Keep so, going. I mean, strategically, Green
0: Lantern has the edge. He's a more
2: seasoned warrior. He's been in more. He's been in more battles.
0: How has he been a more seasoned he's, warrior? Who's been he's in more battles?
2: He's also the greatest of all the Green Lanterns. In Richard Ryder
0: has been Nova since 1976. Sure. He has been around as long as Hal Jordan's Green Lantern.
2: Hal Jordan uh, fought in the war, sir. I think you're confused with the them. Alan
0: Scott Green Lantern, whose weakness was wood.
2: Hal, Hal Jordan once
0: fought the as opposed to of the Green thing. Lantern Corps
2: and defeated them single handedly. Has Nova Prime ever fought the entire Nova Corps in one? It, it, Nova. Has the power of the... Yep, done. Has the power of what, Danny? Never finish, MoFo. All
1: right. You're 30 seconds first. I
0: get 30 seconds first. As soon as we're back, all right?
1: One, two...
0: We're good? Okay. So... (laughs)
1: That noise, man.
0: Nova has the power of the entire Nova Force at his disposal. And just so you're aware, the Nova Force was created as an analog for the Green Lantern Force in the DC universe, which means that he always has the power of the entire Green Lantern Force. Do you understand that? He always has the power of all of the Green Lantern rings in him at one time because that's what the Nova Force is, and he carries the power of the entire Nova Force all the time.
2: Go ahead. (laughs) That's interesting bringing that up because Hal Jordan actually created a a ring out of his sheer will, which is described as having more power than the main power source for all of the Green Lanterns. So, I mean, this dude's also in a high power level that your Nova is, so it's not like he's just going in with a power of one thing. Like, he is the manifestation of the pure will amongst the Green Lanterns, which is what allows him to be so badass.
0: So I don't even need the last two seconds.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, fans. So we will be posting this video on our Facebook page, YouTube, and our um other things, Instagram, Instagram. and also on our TikTok. My All spirit. you have to do is react to the video. So heart, uh, thumbs up or a heart, thumbs ups for Jared, hearts for me. Um, that's your vote for who wins, and next week we'll tell you who won the argument. I think I did. Sound good?
2: Yeah, sounds good, man. Hey,
0: Jared, are yeah. you done?
2: Yeah, I think I'm done. Still one though. Two-minute one-man leaves.
0: Well, hello, we're back. <laughs> so, uh we all know I won that argument, doesn't matter. Um anyway, oh. so
2: <laughs> way to be boastful, Danny. I'm going to be humble and know that I won the argument. Yeah, okay. <laughs> do you so, really, do you really now that we made the argument? Do you really think Nova would beat Green Lantern? I, I think, yeah, definitely. You're, His you're power level really is do? so much higher than Green Lantern's. I, I don't think it is, though, man. The problem is, is like everything else is. There's been certain instances where they're they're much more badass Correct. because, like, both of them have done feats that are just otherworldly. But then both of them have also gotten like one shot by characters that you wouldn't expect to be able to do that you know That's so. always the
0: problem with arguing characters because depending on the writer the power level changes like yeah. Squirrel Girl beat the entire Marvel universe one time <laughs> So does that mean that every time you bring up a Marvel superhero you have to also bring up that Squirrel Girl beat the entire Marvel universe one time Okay we're done. That's cool. Jared's had enough of the buzzer. Listen, guys,
2: I got I got a lot of tolerance, but that thing got that got, it got there. So yeah, and th- I think that's the thing is because there's some crazy OP
1: stuff that both characters have done. But I feel of- like right. we're done with this, so so people can make their own decision. No more carried on right. segment of this. Right, yeah. right, right.
0: I do want to say that I fucked up or I messed up, and I apologize. Um, whenever I was talking about Nova accidentally destroying a planet, that's actually something Hal Jordan did. It wasn't Nova. Wow.
2: Hey, hey. I want to throw a flag on the play. He is bringing in evidence. <laughs> hey, after I'm man enough to admit
0: when I'm wrong. Blake, 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 Blake. Call, call it. Nope. He, too late. Technical. So technical.
2: I get five extra votes. <laughs> so
0: that uh, next week we will have Blood of Kings on as our musical guest. Um, we should decide our top five for next week, guys. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So Blake picked this one. So Jared, you want to throw an idea out there?
2: Oh. <laughs> Um yeah, give me one second. I'm thinking I'm thinking Alright, here's what I'm gonna here's what I'm gonna say, and I'll explain this, preface this. Top five non human superheroes. Just, okay. Not not of Earth, not human. These are is oh, that to, yeah yeah like alien. Yeah, a, they have to be alien superheroes. Okay. In sure. and, and by aliens I also mean not not Superman, because Superman looks like a human. I'm talking not oh, wow. alien looking superheroes. Can't not, be human looking. Can't be can't be a humanoid, can't you know basically it can't be a
0: humanoid or can't be he, like Caucasian the Martian man white or the black.
2: Ma- The Martian manhunter could be on your list. Superman right. cannot. That's okay. the differential. If they look yeah. like they're human, we're not putting them on there.
0: Right. So I can't use Bloodwing. No. Cool. I don't know who that is. So <laughs> when so Martian Manhunter was originally a villain, oh my god, in DC. And so during it was right before the death of Superman, a character, a vampire with hey, um go ahead. top five. <laughs> a vampire with uh <laughs> incredible power, flight, strength, all of that, very similar to Superman, sure. joins the team and his name is Bloodwing. Yeah. And so, shortly after Superman dies, Bloodwing gets set on fire, and it turns out that Bloodwing was actually Martian Manhunter the whole time, and he'd turned good. He'd lived on Earth long enough that he'd gained an affinity for human people, and he wanted to help save people. And so, the Justice League only ever knew him as a villain, so he pretended to be this black vampire. Um, And then, he's been Martian Manhunter ever since, but...
2: Jesus, Danny. Yeah. You got a lot of knowledge, man. He it's, there's a little bit That's up there. That. So, do you guys understand what I'm saying? So, Yeah. And, and, and I'll preface this as that saying can be as well. He's color,
1: but flesh killer.
2: I would also say that the Hulk could be included on that list. Even though he's yeah. human, he does not look human. So, therefore. But he's,
0: he's not alien to the planet. Okay. So,
2: we're going to do aliens? I guess but it's no, not you on my said list anymore.
0: I'm just kidding. No, you're I right. I forgot what I you're, said. I like aliens, okay. aliens, non human. Underworld... Yeah, non human. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I get it. So Can't look like a normal person.
2: Yeah, yeah. But don't be mean.
0: Like a normal <laughs> resident of Earth, you know, you can't be like, "Oh,
2: Ben's mom," you know, like that's not appropriate. That's my mom, you don't say that. I know that's why I'm saying you don't say that, okay. Ben. Right? Okay. You don't say that. You you don't. Okay, that's the rules. Danny's a bully. <laughs> You're such a crybaby. <laughs> <laughs> Your wife's the one that was like, "Shouldn't Jared go first? It's his segment." <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but okay, so top five non-human looking. Superheroes. Can I use Icon?
2: Icon as...
0: The superhero. Icon. Yeah,
2: I know who you're talking about. Uh, What makes him non... Is an Icon human?
0: No, Icon's an alien.
2: Oh, then yeah, you can use Icon. Does he he, take human form?
0: He does. Sure, Danny, if you want to use it, you can use it. Hold on, hold on. His normal form... Isn't average human looking? It's a yeah, weird, yeah. like gray mass. Well, here's monster. here's what I'll
2: say: is is when we're looking at this, you don't choose uh, the Martian Manhunters' alter ego as John Jones. John Jones as as your superhero. So therefore, if it has to there's be the weird as form. a superhero, if that's what they look like, but
0: Icon's superhero form is a humanoid looking. Yeah, okay, sure. I get it. Yeah, cool, 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 to cool, Think cool, outside cool, the cool, box cool, 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 cool. on
1: this one, guys. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, that's our top five for yeah. next week, and uh. Monday, we are starting our giveaway for the four Eternal tickets on opening Ooh. night to go watch Yes Eternals with us on so. November fourth. Yeah. So So we've
0: done this twice now. We've had a great time with our fans both yeah. times. Um Jesse, who's in the comments tonight, was there for the first time we did it. Hey, Jesse. Um, the group we brought from Comic Con had a blast with us. Yeah. I think they're probably fans for life. Um So we're giving away four tickets. Uh, It is going to be a caption contest, and we have a really funny picture of just different members of the comically inclined staff. We won't necessarily pick one specifically for the first one, but probably. Um, But anyway, that'll be going up on our Facebook page and on our Instagram, so just... All you got to do is caption the picture. Look Funniest day, caption right? wins. We're going to pick one every week. And then week four, we're, or at the end of week three, we're going to pick our fourth winner. Hey, guys. Danny here. We had a bit of an issue at the end of our podcast where our audio dropped out. So I'm going to record a new ending for the podcast. All I want to say is um, Caption Contest is live now. So make sure you're checking that out. And then also a big thank you to our sponsors, Picture What Designs, uh, Drop the Mic DJ Service, and Blake Hickman Construction. We love you, and we will see you guys next week.